welcome everybody to another episode of the rusty rupees um not exactly going to give this one a number uh due to the current times and climate of our country uh this one's going to be a little bit <laughs> not a little bit it's going to be different um yeah it's, it's it's hard to even know how to start this off but with me as always i have my boys justin yo what's up y'all hope y'all staying healthy deontay hey guys out there remember people power and cameron agreed i'm here <laughs> somewhat physically mentally is a it's a whole nother thing a whole nother thing emotionally i am shot bro i am emotionally exhausted mm-hmm. so as as we've stated many times before but uh we are an all-black podcast we we talk about games we shoot the shit we'll talk shit to one another but um at the end of the day we we know what we are and we know what our country is going through right now and so this this episode is just going to be kind of real. I'm just going to discuss the kind of current climate of things, how it's making all of us feel to to the best extent that we can that we can, and to even just kind of touch on just our black experience in this country. Because let's to be real, we are we are all in California. We are all in the Bay Area, where this is a it is definitely a mix, just melding pots of cultures, different races, and we live in a very accepting part of the country. But that doesn't take away from the fact that all of us have experienced some form of being black in America to some degree and having varying different experiences where shit be different, yo. <laughs> So to kind of just jump right. off of things, um, this week's been wild. This week has been wild. And I think the big, the tipping point was the Amy Cooper situation in Central Park in New York, where this black man is in the park, bird watching, enjoying his day, and white woman comes by not following park's rules of keeping her dog in the leash and gentleman pretty much tells her hey can you put your can you put a leash on your dog because i'm bird watching that's the rules can you do this not being compliance or having fear i say in quotations as he's recording all of this says that I'm going to call the police on you. And over the phone, as she calls 911, saying an African-American man is threatening me. When all he's doing is trying to have her follow the rules of the park to be complacent with the rules that are set into place, all the while keeping her dog in place, choking out this dog, which I know definitely for a lot of people, like, it, it hit for me. Besides the situation, she's hurting her own dog. Playing up the while, part while of... claiming that someone else is threatening the safety of you and your dog. Yes. And it... <laughs> very... 
I know a lot of people are very happy that a situation like this was recorded because, to be real, we all know this shit happens. Oh, this shit happens. We know definitely. it's we know it's a reality, but to kind of see it and to see that what this woman is doing, she fully is aware of what she's doing. To state this African American man is threatening me. Yes, what which she's clearly doing is, not. What she's doing is she's weaponizing the police against him. And just she because knows. she didn't like the things that she was that he was saying um she turned his blackness against her whiteness him, essentially or, or her whiteness against him um and people talk a lot about people throwing the black card around but what's actually happening is her throwing the white card around right um so calling the police and 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 showing that oh I'm this white woman and I'm in distress, um, and that distress is being brought to me by a black man, um, which is fucking disgusting, man. I I think this the story um, that got to me I the same day that I heard about that story, um, or maybe it was the same week. There was another story that came out about a lady. Um, that had told the police that two African-American men had kidnapped her son mm -hmm. and taken him away. Um, uh, her son had autism, um, and she told police that two, two large African-American men took him away. Um, it later turned out that that did not happen, um, and this lady actually ended up killing her child um, by pushing him into a... Um, into like a river or like a, a canal. I did not hear about this um, one. What the fuck? Yes, she did one. it. She actually did it twice. The first time that she tried to do it, it was caught on camera. Um, and a passerby heard the screams, um, ran, jumped in to save the boy. Um, obviously, he didn't see what had happened prior. He just heard screaming, saved the boy. Um, less than an hour later, the mom drove him to another canal. Um, pushed him off and sadly there was there was no one around to <laughs> to save him that time and he ended up dying his name was i mean i don't remember how what his name was but he was only like nine years old um and 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 again there's this this story is doubly sad because uh once one side of things you have um this child um with a disability with autism which you know i'm very close um to that population so i feel for that situation but then also again like trying to weaponize the black man in some form or, or turn people against black men because you know that that people are going to believe that story because of the fact that you said two black men and and it's just fucking disgusting dude it's like it's just pushing this 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 false narrative of of what black men are um, and the fact that people are now using that, or not just now, but people are using that to their advantage is, is just fucking sick. And that, like I said, this was just the first domino in a whole chain reaction that has started throughout this week, of course, mainly manifesting in the murder of George Floyd. And... Let's not let's let's not take away from the fact that this is we're still in a fucking pandemic. <laughs> right. We are still in a pandemic. Twenty twenty as a whole, as I've tweeted out, is a whole shit show, and it's it's crazy. 
but it's literally it's literally end times i think the the man just with everything going on like you said with um like off episode we were saying well first there was pandemic and then murder hornets and then now riots in the streets and and people getting killed and like it's it's fucking like end times man like for the last three days we've heard helicopters um over san jose you know what i mean um and it's it's just fucking complete armageddon and i think that there are a lot of big feelings right now towards everything on both sides right um no matter how you look at it there are a lot of big feelings about what's going on in this country and this is all kind of accumulating um and bubbling up into the shit that we see that's that's happening now um on the streets Mm um yeah it's crazy i mean but like we like we times we're like we said before like things these things are now getting recorded so they're more mainstream people can view them like people everywhere can see something that happens in like obviously in like minneapolis right so but the 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 horrible thing about this is that this has been happening for a long time now like for mm-hmm. a very long time and now people are starting to see it and now because they're seeing so much of it now they're starting to get angry you know before it was you know basically you know hear no you know hear, hear no evil see no evil right so like you don't you don't see it you don't hear about it it does it didn't happen you know right. but mm-hmm. but cases you know come out a few times a year about you know this person gunned down this person gunned down this person died this person died and because we didn't see what happened we just assumed that the police report was right even though there are some times where we'll we'll look at it and go mm, i don't know like that doesn't sound yeah. correct like that doesn't sound like that that should be how it went down and if if you actually um you know in regards to george floyd uh people don't realize before the footage actually came out, the police report had an entirely different story about what happened. Like entirely different. Like, it, like black and black, black and white, <laughs> you know, it, it was an entirely different story. So, and, and we have to realize as a people that this has been going on for a long, long time. And I think if, if this is, if this is, has any meaning at all at the end of the day i feel like this should be something that brings everyone together and hopefully though keeps us together that's you know, that's the important part yeah See, because there, there have been too many times in the past where we've come together and then like time has gone and then we slowly separate exactly, apart again exactly and, and i think yeah. that's that's why this reaction I think that's why so many people are, uh, for lack of better words, excited about this reaction is because it feels like we can't go back to the status quo after this. We can't. People are upset. This isn't the normal walk the street type protest. And it's happening all over the country, like all yeah, over the country. These aren't isolated incidents so just in Minneapolis. These, these are people who are pissed off and who are fed up and seeing what are, what's happening and i i hope this does bring change like honestly from my almost 30 years in life rarely have i seen protests actually bring actual change 
You know what I mean? Normally we have this thing where we, as a people, pretend to listen to the cause just long enough for them to quiet down. And then we go back to doing what we were, were before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I just hope that there's a different turnout this time. Cause I, I, and another thing, I'm glad to see that it's not just we in the black community who are so fed up with this. Yeah. Right. And like, I think a big part of what's, what's making all of this difference is after that video came out really seeing how it went down and seeing the officer's face and how that that wasn't a startled officer that's that's the biggest thing that we'll always hear is just be like i feared for my life this dude had no fear he had his knee on this man's neck for nine minutes mm-hmm. completely straight face while other officers around are doing nothing and that's the that's the big thing is it's not only just prosecuting the officer that did it it's recognizing that there's complacency with these other officers of they're letting it happen right right and right. the big thing for me too that i found out um this throughout the week finding out different videos i forget what um what her name was what official um she was talking to one of the news networks um the correspondent she was saying that right across the street where the correspondent was standing there was um it was a bar or nightclub or something like that where uh, george floyd had worked at as a bouncer and that the officer that did it was also a bouncer there beforehand and that they had worked together and that they had they were co-workers they knew each other Mm -hmm. so to me it's like so you're doing this to this man and you know him like that tore me up yeah that tore me up because that's now showing that you're not only but you have blatant disregard for this man's life but there's something in you that you know who this man is and you still don't care. Right. So, and like, all right, I had a, my thought process while watching the video is kind of weird to me and, uh, or it's kind of heartbreaking to me in a retrospect because when I watched the video, I was sure that nothing was going to come of it because I, I've seen so many videos that are we're so jaded similar to this yeah I'm so Mm. jaded and when initially the cop only he originally when the shit first broke paid administrative leave and that is something we're too familiar with hearing Mm -hmm. and and in that sense I was like yeah it sounds about right and <laughs> and that's the fucked up part. Of is that course, that's, it, that's where our took, mind goes. It took protest in order for it to graduate from that to him getting fired. Mm, yeah, I guess that's about right. That's something, I guess. But we didn't stop there because he needs to go to jail. So it once again took more people being pissed off for us to even get charges against him. And what we got, third degree murder and manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like if you accidentally kill somebody? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It, I think it's without. I think yeah, you, it's accidental uh, without malice of forethought. It's not. It's not like but he. L- look at his face. Right there was definitely malice. It's not like he face. fucking like the, the straight face over. of I don't care. I'm just doing and a thing. It's funny. It's fucked up. I was watching a video of police brutality uh, or just an incident that happened where a bunch of cops were just roughing up this guy, and they they're like. I want to say seven cops and they, you know, all just bent his arms back and threw him on the ground and put the knees on his back. And one cop put his knee on the dude's neck for four seconds and then immediately moved it to his back. And then in my head, I'm thinking, see, even this piece of shit knew though. Like, (laughs) like that's fucked up. But even him in that situation, he knew, oh yeah, I'm fucking up right now. And even though he's totally being a scumbag, because you, doesn't take seven of you to do that but uh right i don't know man it's 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 a lot i think it's a lot i think like through all of this like we need to all remember like two really important things um and one of them is that there are people that profit out there from this war um on between the races right so there are people that profit from putting black people against white people and white people against black people like there are people that profit from this race war right it's very important to to know that because once you know that you can see how shit is getting framed to add fire to this war right because there are people that are profiting and not only that is the other thing is that the media is very good at pushing a narrative Mm -hmm. right so if the media wants you to believe something best believe they will make you believe it right through through the way that something is scripted directed through cutting bits of a video out and only showing you Mm. parts of a video things like that the media they they have professionals working within media that have studied this shit that know how the human brain works that know how to make you think what they want you to think and so the reason why i bring this up is because i think it's it's very important that while we are protesting um, and while we are stating our beliefs and opinions and whatever on social media is to be very careful not to fall into the trap mm-hmm. of fighting against each other. Right. Because right. that's not right. what we want right. to do. Right. We need to, like Justin mentioned earlier, like we should be unified. Right. Yes. Yeah. So just being very, very careful with that, that we're not firing off on on people who are, are trying to help. Right. Because again, like that's that's what they want. They want us to fight amongst each other. They want to break down the movement yeah. so that we're not as strong. Um, and so, just just being careful. And with all that, social media being such a big aspect of this now, where, like you said, they 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 can chop up different different parts of a video to push a certain narrative when you don't have the whole picture. And that's a big part about it is spreading the wrong message because you don't have the whole picture. Um, like I, like I had shown you guys earlier, um, man had a bow and arrow, <laughs> had a fucking yes. bow and arrow a guy in Salt Lake yelling City out is... all lives matters and shoot somebody with an arrow he actually did shoot and his somebody. ass got jumped. Yeah. So he, he actually shot he somebody actually and they fell to the floor and That's... that dude got Yo, lit up. Can I say I was, I actually smiled a little bit. Cause like, if you listen, if you watch the video, you'll hear, you'll hear someone say, 
Get his ass. Fuck him up. Get fuck his ass. Like, 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 fuck him up. Like, fuck him up. Which is and fuck him up. They, they did. did. And oh, fuck man. him up. They did. And, and then, and then, that was like, I'm glad anymore. I had saw this video first. Because later on in the night, this is, I saw this all yesterday. Later on in the night, this is maybe two, three hours later. I'm just kind of scrolling through because my, my timeline on Twitter has a bunch of it's stupid memes, video games. I know a lot, of, a lot of people, different podcasts, and just all being stupid. But right now, none of that shit is, it's like very, it's isolated on me seeing what our usual subject matter is. Because I see everybody about this. And... What I had, and one thing I came across was that same guy with the bow and arrow talking to a news correspondent saying how he got jumped, how his car got set on fire, which it did. Fuck him. Um, how he was, how he was in his car, yelled out all lives matter and everything like that, and then saw people started coming towards him. So he had a weapon on him and trying to get it ready. And then two African Americans pulled him out of his car and jumped him. No, no, sir. And like, if you see if you see that clip in isolation and see how he got messed up in in, in a retrospect, he didn't even look that bad. He did get roughed up. He got he got. He got I, I, I was. I know this sounds it, bad. I know this sounds grim. But once I saw how okay he was, I was a little disappointed. Yes. Yeah. No. And like, and that's the whole thing too. It's like there was. I know that's fucked all up over to him, say, and he he was not. My, he my wasn't that messed that, up. It's like if you see the video, the video starts with a the woman who's recording confronting him and he's got Saying, his Stop. weapon drawn long enough for her to ask him what the hell he's doing ask him if he really thinks he's an american tell him to stop and don't fucking do that and all he yells is i am an american all lives matter and he turns and fires and fires instantly and that it's <laughs> So, so, and then to try to push this false narrative of, oh, I'm the victim here. No, okay, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Another thing. What the fuck did you think was going to happen after that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Bro, you fired a single arrow. Bro, you don't even have a crossbow. This is a hunting bow. And it looks like the rest of your arrows were in the fucking car. What were you doing? (laughs) You had to have known they were going to wreck you. You had to have known. Bro, he he had this he had this fantasy right when he popped out of the car. You're like, you know how like you in the in the anime you watch how we just go somewhere else in the in the the protagonist just go somewhere else, right? Just somewhere totally different. This nigga, I bet you, I bet you, when he get out the car, he went there. Like he was like Everybody was just like, damn. He legit thought he was John Rambo out there. Facts. Facts. Wow. And he thought the police was going back him up. He thought the police was behind him, too. Just like, they drew first blood. First off, no, the fuck they didn't. You drew first blood. Secondly, bro, John Rambo wouldn't have got stomped out like that. Facts. Just saying. And got his car flipped. He got his car And got his car flipped and on fire. And I don't so mean like, to laugh about that like that, but I seeing the picture of the car afterward, and, and it wasn't a car. Like we've we're from Oakland, we have <laughs> seen wrecked cars in protests. There was nothing left of this car. <laughs> like they used different fuel from all the rest of the car fires to burn this car. It was super burnt. 
It was super yeah, bright. Yeah, it was super bright. It was bright. crispy. It was crispy. And, like, at the end of all this, too, like, protests into riots, like, a lot of this, because, like, some of this, like, there's been stuff popping off in the Bay Area, too. Like I said, San Jose, Emeryville last night, San Francisco, a lot of places that are having curfews. L.A., I know, is a big one. Like, a lot of the stuff I don't agree with as far as, like, Last night specifically, I feel that was looting just to loot. Yeah, yeah. Like, that wasn't sending a message. That was looting just to loot. There are definitely a, a bunch of opportunity or opportunists. Opportunists, who, yeah. Yes. Just took the streets right. to take which shit. exists in every movie. Yeah, they do right. exist in every Anytime movie. That something and even even if there is instigators, like historically, I do want to say this about riots. Historically, whether negative or positive, riots bring change. With that mm-hmm. said, and I know people are going to do their thing out there, and I know that there is going to be destruction in these riots and shit like that. I just wish that people would be more targeted in their approach. There are, are a lot of smaller businesses Small business. that yes. are falling and that's the, the And that's the horrible so, part of the thing. It's, it's destruction for destruction's sake, and right. it's a lot of... We know that there are people who are out there protesting. Bro, my... And, like, there's been plenty of videos coming out of... Like, we've, we've seen black people come to police police officers' rescues protecting them because they're like, no, don't. Right. Like, we're, we're I saw not this here one where fuck. this officer was alone. He got cut off from the rest of his unit. And then people were surrounding him like, no, right. don't do this. Right. Yeah. And seeing people like that, I mean, but it shows that we're trying to stay, stay together. But a lot of the... A lot of the the riots i think like you said they need to be more focused and it, i mean especially yes. if you're if you're going 100%. to riot I, I personally like i said i am of the mindset that you shouldn't i am of the mindset mm-hmm. that rioting actually does more harm than good to your cause um and that you know you can spread your message peacefully because what winds up happening is we wind up getting a, a lot of collateral a, uh sorry a lot of collateral damage because um uh, my girlfriend works for cineholic which is a black owned business um and and the the cineholic in san jose got rioted now what kind of message are you trying to portray here when you're rioting a black owned business like that that to me makes no sense at all like that like you know like Like, you said it's just meaningless rioting and looting like there's there's no point in doing that there's this business in la it was uh, i think it was a don't quote me but i believe it was a salon and the owners i don't know if it was the owners or just people from the neighborhood who know who knew but they sprayed black owned on the windows in an attempt to have people avoid fucking that business up okay and unfortunately i don't know if people just weren't paying attention and broke those windows specifically but it didn't work and people but here's the thing as well though pay attention to we don't know who did that right. we, we don't, don't know, know if it was that, the protesters right. or it was so the, and there's definitely there's definitely there's people come out for the wrong reasons when there are so there are there are out opportunists there. out there and we are in a situation where the police are mobilized and the police are focused on these protests so they see this as a perfect time to go somewhere else and i was watching la live my weeb ass was heartbroken looking yeah. at fucking japan la get fucked up yeah. and i don't that is a fucking small business 
that has Japan Town is small and it's only that has no corner. fucking. Why did you like what? that? It's just that little weeb ass store that sells anime fucking yeah. merchandise. Why are you breaking in there? Yeah, yeah. Like with the other day with like the Target, the Target being burnt down. Like typically, I'm very like I'm right there with you, Justin. As far as like it's some of it is a lot of meaningless destruction. I, but at this end of the day, I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like, I, I s- no sympathy for a big box store taking a hit. No, I agree. I agree, and that's the yeah, that's bro. the whole thing too. Where it's just like you, at the end of the day, these companies have insurance. These companies stay making money. They can rebuild. But it's when it comes to it's like stuff like that can be replaced. The small the small business owners don't fuck with them, man. No, because at the end of the day, like I've seen so many videos of just. Like, I saw this one black man just, like, don't touch my store. He's like, I used to be where you were. I worked hard for this. Why are you doing this to... Why, what did I do? Just like, I've been where you were. I had to struggle. I had to fight. I had to earn my way up to own this. Mm-hmm. Why are you destroying what's mine? And that's fucked up. That breaks my heart. Because yeah. right. we know there are people who... who went through the grind had to do who knows what to get to where they were to have that own little chunk of yeah of what's theirs to see it get destroyed and we don't like you said we know that there's infiltrators we know there's people just destroying for destruction's sake and when you see stuff like that it hurts i mean but it's like have, what what is the point of but we have to think of the small men the the bigger businesses too because do you think no black people worked at that target like, yeah, I agree. No, the, like, like it's it's there. So, no, I, I, mean, I do want to I want to highlight something about the target. We, we but we don't we don't we we see the big business right, but we don't see the individual. You know, because there could have been someone there who like has three well, kids, single mother, you know, job, and like right. now she's out of a job, and they're gonna look at and and of course now we're talking about an employer who knows that people are rioting. Uh, and burning down their store because of George Floyd or whatever, and 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 you know now we have this employer who is now looking at this black woman who wants to try to save maybe her job or get unemployment or something like that, and he's like, fuck no, like like so you, in this specific he'll, 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 instance that didn't happen with Target, and that is that is actually uh, something I was going to highlight when we were talking about that Target. Uh, the CEO heard Cincinnati. Oh, nice. The CEO heard Cincinnati and released a statement saying that he is going to, he and the company are going to support the protesters. They're going to provide water. They're going to provide milk and stuff like that for the protest. And they're going to support in the way they can. And for the people who lost their jobs in that location, they're going to cover them for weeks. Um, I don't know how long they're going to cover them, but they aren't just going to leave those people hanging. So it's like, that is a one, that is one instance where we have somebody like responding to. Yeah. Cause that shit rarely happens. And I did want to clarify, like, even though I do have no sympathy for a big box company, the individual worker impacted by that. Yes. That hurts. That fucking sucks. Your shit, is fucking basically your livelihood you know your shit's reset you gotta find something else and we're we're in a place like the bay area where 
let's say if my shit shuts down, I could probably find something else within the next couple of weeks. Um, even during the pandemic, you think? See, yeah, less that's, so. That's well, okay, even during the pandemic, it. I can't find anything. I won't be able to find anything like worth what I was doing before. But you know, uh, fucking Safeway needs somebody, right? But we're not one of those places that only has one Walmart. We're not one of those places that only has one grocery store. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there are those smaller places to where if you do take away that business, that business brought so much to this small town. But mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying Cincinnati's like that. I've never been that. I doubt Cincinnati's like that. Um, and this shit is happening in bigger urban communities, but that is something to take into account here. Mm-hmm. Like you said, um, right. even though it is like, you know, fuck this corporation, they're not yeah. really helping us as a people. Right. They're just taking our money and then fucking basically funding tax laws that helps it so they can take more of our money. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole other issue. But remember that somebody might depend on that punk ass check that fucking walmart's underpaying them with somebody might need that shit people have like babies to feed and stuff like that so that is something to take into account here's here's the thing is that it's it was never gonna be no fucking like bed of roses you know no revolution sweet little skippy thing where 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 nobody gets affected (laughs) and nobody has to make a sacrifice like if we're gonna bring about change it's gonna get fucking ugly i'm sorry like it 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 has to before it gets better it's gonna get ugly and if if that means that some people have to be a martyr by it sucks. Like, I'm not saying that it's a good thing that people are losing jobs right, and shit right. like that. But if it's going to bring about some kind of bigger change, but like, nobody's it's sacri- going to get But ugly, nobody's dude. sacrificing their own shit. Everyone's sacrificing everyone else's shit. But no one's sacrificing their own shit. They're going out, they're rioting, they're looting. They're not looting their own fucking house. They're looting everybody else's shit. So, no. Mm-hmm. When, I, I was talking, like, specifically about business, though. Like, even, like not houses. I'm talking about Biz, like businesses, even business, you know even saying? businesses, like, they're looting businesses. Like that's still somebody else's shit. No one is giving from themselves. They're going out and they're taking and being like revolution. Like I understand it, but I feel like if you're going to take, you need to give as well. So, but we we don't we don't know that there aren't target employees that are also fucking protesting. Facts. I'm pretty sure that there no, are. Yeah, you know no saying? facts. So. I, I mean, okay, I mean, in that sense, facts, fine. But I still feel the overall needs to be if you like if you are going to say that there needs to be martyrs for the revolution why cannot i be the martyr why does someone else have to be the martyr for me like i don't understand that part that's why i said rioting does more harm than good overall because all you're doing is destroying what you're trying to since there are if we want to look at there are thin statements from people who are like let them destroy my business i can rebuild the message is more important yeah so if we want to talk about martyrs in that sense and yeah yeah but if you're asking somebody to throw their own flat screen in the middle of the street like (laughs) i i i i don't know like what we're we're 
No, I, I get I get that. But so it, there are people people out here. Or... So people, what they are doing, and they're martyrs in the sense that they are standing on the front lines for a message. They're getting maced. They're getting tear gassed. They're getting pepper sprayed. They're getting shot with fucking rubber bullets. They're getting shot with beanbag rounds. And they're being like, there there are fucking beanbag rounds being pulled out of people's skulls right now. So. I want to say that we have a lot of people who are providing themselves as martyrs. Going out, going out and protesting is that there's a, there's a high chance you are going to get hurt. And there's a high chance that you could be killed. Granted, there has, I'm glad that there hasn't been reports of deaths like that. There have been deaths, but there are people are out there getting hurt still. And it's all for a cause. And at the end of the day, change is never easy. It's never quiet. It's never non-destructive in a sense. There's going to be same at the same time that we had the Martin Luther King protests, right? Peaceful. We also had on the other side of things the more militia, the Malcolm X like militia type approach, and the movement needed both of those things to exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that. Martin Luther King would have been able to bring about as much change just by himself. Do you get what I'm saying? Like the movement needed both approaches. Um, and and the thing is, like I, the reason why I find it easy to sympathize with what you're saying, Justin, is just up until recently, I was saying the exact same thing. Like like rioting doesn't bring about any change. Like same. I don't understand why people are doing it. And it took me a long time to really sit on it and and think about it and and think, you know what? Like the quiet approach really didn't work as much as we would love to say that that so much change can be brought about by peaceful protests if that was the case then we would be in a way different place right now right and if we say that rioting also doesn't do anything right if we're saying that rioting doesn't do anything and peaceful protests doesn't do anything dude like where do we get ours you know what i'm saying if if we if we're if if we can riot and not do nothing, if we can peaceful protest and not do nothing, people want to feel like they're getting some kind of some kind of revenge. I hate to use that word, right? No, but like you're, you're, sticking it to the man. So somehow. we're at a point right. where we're at a point where we're like a shaken soda bottle. Someone we're, we've just kept shaking for years. We've just kept kept shaking like uh, <laughs> that. I don't know if you've seen that fucking episode of The Simpsons where a little sidetrack where. Bart steals one of Homer's beers and puts it in a paint mixer and shakes that shit <laughs> for hella long at a high speed. And then he, it, he puts it back in the fridge and it's like pulsing. When Homer opened that, the house exploded. So <laughs> that is us right now, pretty much. As a fuck, and not just the black community. That's us as American people. We are we've come to the point where we're ready to fucking explode and we pretty much just did and it's because of that it's because there's no outlet it's because there's no way to slowly right. release the cap there's and that's the biggest part you need to like in, in my job right when we're trying to reduce a certain kind of behavior right we can't just reduce that behavior we need to give the kids a replacement behavior to replace the one that they're currently engaging in if you want people to stop rioting give us another way to be it's, heard give us another bro. way to bring about change and i guarantee if people don't feel forced to riot 
and think that this is the only way that they can go about shit, then I think that it will stop. But you need to give people a healthy way to do it. Otherwise, they're going to do this. I can tell you, hold on. I can tell you right now that if we, the black, the African-American community, if we came together entirely in its entirety from this, if this if this is what it takes to make us as a community like worldwide come together in its entirety and stay together, then I'm all for it. But we've seen too many times that this has come out. People have rioted. People have spoken about it. Like, don't forget about the Black Lives Matter movement, how it started. Like, we've st- we started a whole thing about this, and nothing's changed. Everything stayed the same. We are and still dying in the streets. That's so, part of that's part of what fed into this. That whole everything that you just yeah. said is part of what's feeding into the fury of this. It's the fact that we have been shouting Black Lives Matter for so long, and it's fallen on deaf ears. The fact that we've been marching and protesting, and that when the only time we were listened to was when shit was on fire. That's the only time we got that attention. That and then with that, with once Black Lives Matter was being said, that's when all lives matter started coming up. Yes, a fucking course, all lives matter. But let's but you're now taking away from the fact of what what is trying to be heard. Let's not forget that Black Lives Matter never stopped. Facts. That it never stopped. And that it wasn't we we showed that it wasn't just about speaking up when a black life has taken because many times have they mobilized when the police have taken a white life mm-hmm. or that uh I, th- I believe it was a hispanic male but it might have been a white male um i forgot where this happened but uh he was a worker and the police were coming into the place and they had him in the hallway and they were basically playing simon says with commands with him oh that's telling- right I remember that. Right. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah, put I your hands that. up. Now put mm-hmm. your hands behind your back. Now move forward. No, yeah, put your that. hands forward. And put your, no, make sure I can see, like, and he was like, yeah. uh, he didn't know what to do. He was confused. Yeah. And then he moved his hands the wrong way and, and they killed him. Yeah, I remember that. He wasn't black, but <laughs> Black Lives Matter mobilized for him. The lady in Cincinnati, the white lady from Australia who was shot by the black cop. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter mobilized for her as well. This this didn't stop, but what does happen is people don't listen. Right. People it's don't so crazy, and, and it goes back to listen until you stop. It goes back to what you said before: out of sight, out of mind. Hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. As long as they don't see it, they don't believe it happens. What I do appreciate about all of this coming out and blowing up is there are a lot of people who are stepping up and saying i had no idea how bad this was facts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there are people who are finally finally opening their eyes and listening to what we've been saying for years what my grandmother told me to be prepared for when i was just four years old she told me to be prepared for shit like this. She told me to be prepared for women like Amy Cooper when I was just a baby. 
Mm-hmm. Because we had stories like Emmett Till. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's finally, that those are a bedtime stories, dog. Right. Like, yeah. Fucking right. <laughs> so, finally, people are getting it. And it, as much as it feels weird to say, and I, I've lived this life as a black man in America. I'm used to just being written off as the angry black man when I speak about my problems until my white friend says the same thing I just said. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I encourage you, if you feel some type of way about this, use your fucking voice. Because I promise you, your voice can reach somewhere that your friend's voice can't. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when your voice reaches those other people and they reach them well then that now leads to those people using their voice mm-hmm. and it manifests right. yes. like it's just from just, I've had several friends come, come out to me just like shout, shout out Matt Diorio of um, crashing game night. Cause like he texted me, he was just like, Hey man, I just want to say like, he sent me pictures of like him donating to black lives matter and all that stuff. And he's like, I, he's like, I just want to let you know that I, since meeting you, he's like, I appreciate your friendship. I, and just know that with everything going on, I'm here to support you. I support everything that's going on. And it's fucking crazy to see. And it's just like overall, a lot of a lot of friends that I have, I'm like, they're not black. But they're, they realize that it's fucked up and we can't understand exactly what you're going through. We can't understand what, what plight that black America has to go through because it doesn't happen to them. But still having that support and hearing from so many different avenues different races different cultures of like this is fucked up and it needs to change just it all manifests and the and it's such a huge disposition from just a few weeks ago people are out protesting in the streets because they because they don't want to wear a mask because they want to open the government <laughs> they want to open the country back up so we can get haircuts get their hair so we can go to the bars with my friends and it's like yo I, We're protesting because niggas are dying in the streets. Okay, I don't want to say there isn't any overlap because I don't know. I genuinely don't mm-hmm. know. We there's no way to tell if there isn't. But I would love, I would love if those same motherfuckers who were out there protesting not wearing masks were out here protesting today for the same cause mm-hmm. as us. I would love to see that. Because then, hey, maybe you might be about something. But if you're the same people who are out there protesting masks or not wearing masks and you're, you're sitting at home about police brutality. Just like, <gasps> look at what's happening. And the, and the big difference is, did those people toting guns in the streets, were they doing anything? No. But at the same time. Nobody was shooting tear gas the protests that either. have been going on over. Did they if get tear gas? Real, no. real shit. And are there they, are plenty and, of places. And, and, tr- and Trump's reaction to them was they just want to be heard. Right. What about us? We kind of okay. want to be heard. Too. Hello. Trump. Okay, I'm about just to say, side, do, do, are we really about to get on Trump, Trump right now? A sidebar really on Trump. I do want to touch on this because I was going to talk about this when we were talking about media. It is fucking terrifying because you were talking about not falling into that trap. It is fucking terrifying living in a country led by a man who is literally in that trap. It is scary living under i'm gonna say it under the fucking rule of a tyrant who gets his information from fucking fox news 
Oh my God, that is scary. And if anybody pays attention, his sentiment echoes the shit that they put out only minutes after they put it out. 100%. So now we just have this, we just had this rule that Antifa oh. is now considered a terrorist organization. I just want to leave that at that. So I just want to leave that at that. Um, and so just, just based on what the word Antifa or the anagram Antifa means, anti-fascist. So Mm -hmm. if we are recognizing Antifa as a, a terrorist organization, but you won't speak about this in regards to the actual fucking fascists that have mobilized in this country. I, uh, this guy, we, we can't continue as a country under his lead. Bruh, we he, can't. He, he threatened us on Twitter. All yeah, he, thre- <laughs> he, he threatened, threatened protests on Twitter. Twitter. Twitter and and what's fucked up Twitter is literally fuck, had to all block his the people, fuck all of that. Fuck all of that. He threatened it, all yes. of us on Twitter. The people who fucking <laughs> defend that shit is like, oh, that's not what he meant. Yeah, Yo, that's he was quoting when you get to he was quoting a 1960s fucking segregationist who was talking about firing on protesters who was known for using a shotgun on duty what the actual fuck are you defending right now did you did you see what he tried to he tried to back up his uh his words and was like oh um i I don't know i've never heard that before Uh, but i've I've heard it around i've heard it been said so many times from other people People. But I you're said it better on Twitter, like, right? Bro, what? You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah. Between, between, like, <laughs> I, between a couple years back when he was saying North Korea would be met with fire and fury. Like, and no one has ever they get seen. To looting. <laughs> Let me shake like, hands no, with no, the person who, my goodness. who, who so I was I wonder, I just, I wonder this. Is he going off the cuff when he's talking? Is there a script or is there a subscript I want to know if there is a script, if they're actually I writing. I highly doubt it. If someone is actually <laughs> writing like no one has ever seen in these scripts. Because, <laughs> Christ, people. I watch wrestling and people make fun of wrestlers for doing promos like, yo, nobody fucking talks like that. <laughs> if he were a wrestler, everybody would be like, this is the worst fucking promo ever. Bro, have you have you ever like really sat down and listened to this nigga talk? Oh, his, 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 it, it sounds it like speech is so broken. Like it. Oh, it sounds so like broken. it sounds like just tapping fucking auto predict on your like, fucking phone. This dude said what? <laughs> Remember, this, this is the man that down. gave us. <laughs> he was like, he was like, what? Down. This is the man that gave us kafefe. <laughs> this is the man that gave us kafefe. <laughs> okay, that is like the one good thing I got out of this entire presidency is a new favorite word, kafefe. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a I heard a, a recording of him today actually on the I don't remember he was on the phone to someone some other uh, scumbag but they were talking about Lindsay Lohan and he was saying um, that the fact that um, she first first he got on talking about um, her freckles and how attractive she is because of freckles and like I he saw some of a, a picture of her cleavage and saw the freckles I remember and, that video and was like. 
remember yeah, that. And then, but then he goes on. He goes on to say, like, yeah, she has a troubled past. So you know what that means? She probably like fucks hella good. Like she's probably uh, hella good in bed yeah, because because women with the most dark and troubled past are the best in bed. Mm-hmm. This man leads. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! And all Clinton this did was get his dick the country. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all I Clinton do. did was get his dick sucked. So no I'm shit. Sorry. I'm just saying. What? I think it's weird that you mentioned that. I just want to sidebar right quick, comedic sidebar. I got really, really drunk a couple of nights ago and tweeted a positive message at Monica Lewinsky. I got <laughs> I hey, really she was did. just trying to serve her country, dog. I god damn it. I tweeted <laughs> at her and I said, I'm twenty nine years old and I grew up in a time where it was commonplace to shame and make jokes about you specifically. You are strong as fuck. Hell yeah. Because, and I, uh, yeah, I was shit drunk. I was drowning my sorrows. <laughs> like, but, um. I'm just saying, if if Bill Clinton came and swagged his ass back, you missed me, didn't you? Yeah, this and I'll be like, and I'll be like, yes, I did. There's like, a, he's a you whole mad other, about little Willie, but a whole other like, fucking wow. case. Look, but, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I, yeah, I, I Trump get it. has done so much shit. I don't understand why. Like, the standards for him are so fucking different. I don't know, that, bro. Now, that people attacked. Me. People attacked Obama for drinking chai tea. People attacked Obama for wearing a tan suit. That suit was swaggy. That suit was fire. Thank you. <laughs> it matched his favorite drone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took it there. Like, <laughs> but still, um. Fuck, dude, like, where are we right now as a country where we have accepted this type of bullshit? And we're so numb to, we've had this man as a president, and we're so used to the bullshit he says to the point where we're all like, well, there's just another day in Trump town. Fuck. Facts. We should never be tired of, we should never be okay with this. We should always be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What is happening? This is we crazy. We are a laughing stock of a country. Let's never We're no stop longer part looking of the World at... Health Organization during a pandemic. <laughs> He's inciting threats to the American people. Bro, I I am trying to tell you. What? I am trying to tell you. This is this week. I everything I just said is this week, and that's the crazy part. Bro, I I'm trying to tell you. The day we unify is the day all this shit goes away. Facts. I swear to you. The day we unify as a people is the day all this shit goes away. Hopefully, so with that unification, this. like, because the some of the good part of all of this, despite all the police brutality and seeing seeing that we are physically seeing, like like you said, Justin, peaceful protest has been a thing, where police are still rolling up and people are just sitting down doing nothing. Yeah, you, doing nothing. They, they can't the police do can stand the line exactly. there. Exactly, they can't the pe- do anything. The if police can stand the line there. Bullshit. Exactly. They will. But and no, they have been exactly. Doing. And that's where the bullshit falls in. Bro, they're doing it. And, and that's they're all you see. They're, they're rolling up on them with firing shields, pushing them over, media. getting them out. There are police firing on media. I did. The see media that. is getting arrested. Yeah, media is getting arrested. <laughs> not just We're arrested. There's a video of the. They were not even with the protesters. They were on the police had the protesters blocked off. There yep, was a that. cameraman and a reporter, a female reporter. And this guy turned and just started lighting both of them up with pepper bullets. 
he turned from where the protesters were, turned, did a 100 and, I want to say, 190 degree angle turn, and just started firing. <laughs> that's very that's specific. Yes, very specific, because I watched this several times, and just started firing on the fucking reporter while she was reporting live. And you just hear her say, oh my god, they're shooting us, they're shooting us! And like, Those bullets that they're shooting are huge. Yeah. You see that black part at the bottom of your, your microphone? Uh, yeah. That's what them yeah. motherfuckers look like. No, I mean, mm-hmm. a, and and Crazy. one of the one of the videos that and like I I know I'm I'm very anti right, but one of the videos that I probably would have even kind of gone haywire on was a video I saw last night where there were two kids in a car and cops. I saw. I know exactly oh, what you're talking shit. about, bro. I fuck? not only did I cry, I put a hole in my wall because when I saw that young black kid. In the driver's seat, getting tased, bro. I, 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 and they weren't even protesting. They were, they they were, were going home. Go home. In their they car. were in their car, dog. They were in fucking their car. Tased them, pulled them out of their cars. They pepper sprayed. They pepper sprayed them in the car. They pepper sprayed them in the car, and then pulled the girl out of the car, and then tased the boyfriend, my dude. Like I, whew. I, like if I was Did you too see much, the, bro. the little girl get fucking maced? yes. I'm telling you, no, they made like yeah, they uh, maced the, her the side. They maced her side, fucking... bro. They maced. She was in. She was in the passenger seat. They came in, opened her door, and maced. No, her I'm talking side. about the child in like, Seattle. There's a little girl in Seattle who got. There was maced a little a like girl, like fucking officer, fucking sprayed her. She was losing her shit. They maced a small child. A, a child. And it, and it and wasn't this, it wasn't an accidental spray. This was very much so intentional. There's the fucking cop in New York who decided to just run through some protesters with his fucking. Oh yeah. Uh, man, like, look, we are seeing the darks, the, the the police brutality, and all the bullshit that the reason why these protests are happening. And then in certain in certain areas around the country, you see police standing with these protesters, walking yes, with them, yes, holding yes, up yes. signs. And that's the shit where it's like, see, this is if what you, we're here for. This is the purpose of this. Seeing this happen gives us hope. Why, like, why this aren't is, but why aren't the cops protesting? Like, why aren't why are exactly. they not protesting if they are so I against do, right. their own you know their own blue blood doing this act? Why aren't they standing with us protesting? Because blue lives because matter, and that's where those. Right. It's blue before truth. I say this, and I I try to keep this side away from the podcast, but if you really just look at how police handle issues when it regards when it when in regards to other police, Mm -hmm. they are the biggest fucking street gang we have in this country. You mess with one of us, they roll deep. Facts. They roll deep. And what happens? What what the fuck happens when you bother? To, t- to speak about somebody else in your gang. They fucking turn on you. They that's why... That's why it's hard... For, I have this whole... I, The whole good cop, bad cop thing. The day a whistleblower doesn't lose his job. Mm, oh, the day yeah. a whistleblower isn't fucking pushed out. Mm-hmm. The day a whistleblower isn't fucking threatened with cops fucking swarming around his house or just doing fucking slow pull-bys in front of his house making threats the day a fucking whistleblower doesn't mysteriously fucking disappear 
that's when I'll be all like, okay, cops are cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. And it's I've crazy, seen a, too. I've seen a lot of people say that, like, oh, it's an isolated incident and not oh all God. cops are bad. Now, the second part I agree with, not all cops are bad, but the, the incident is not isolated. Yo, like, the you, system you, is You are put in place to serve justice and protect people. That means if there is anybody in your fucking precinct that is not doing that and you're not turning their ass in, you're failing. You're part of the problem. And it's like, I, and they're like at my job, I know, plenty of, I know plenty of cops. There's been times when cops have tried recruiting me for shit, and I'm just like, I'm... I'm cool. Oh my god! I'm cool cops tried. I'm, Bro, if you I've guys, I don't know you. If you know the way me and Justin are built, you know every time law enforcement see us, they'd be all like, "Oh yeah, hey dog." Oh no, yeah, check I, no, check I, this out. I, I got pulled over and recruited. Yo, he I pulled me a over lady for speeding was, and then recruited me. I thought a lady was trying to flirt with me when I was in San Francisco. She was really cute and she seemed very interested in me and my life and everything that happened until she pulled out a card for the marines my heart was broken i felt led astray <laughs> i felt led astray impact god oh my damn, god those impact ass. rounds Holy that look that's a fucking that's an audio that technica that's a yesterday. that's a motherfucker that's a fucking microphone dog that that's a blue yeti yeah, that's, that's a blue, a blue that's yeti. A blue yeti. That's shot really at, for y'all who can't see, uh, Cameron just showed us a picture of the impact rounds you were using in San Jose, and it is a fucking blue yeti microphone. It's a blue yeti microphone. You might as well just yeet that shit out of a t-shirt cannon. What? That shit must fucking hurt, dude. Mm-hmm. Bro. Um, I saw I saw a post from someone that said that um, it might have even been Deontay actually. I don't remember, but that said that the police need um, pilot level like uh, airplane pilot level training like you can't fuck up yeah. like you you have people's lives yeah. um you know what i mean you're responsible yeah. for people's lives you cannot fuck up not even one time that's the kind of level of training that that these airplane pilots have to go through like police need that like it's not the kind of job that you can just oh have a bad day on like no Bro, you but have they're not taught to protect anymore no they're, they're taught not taught to they're protect not taught themselves. to protect Bro, they're not taught the training, to protect us. When was the last the time you seen an officer take a bullet? Fucked up. So I do want to say this about the police. I do want to say this about the police. Every time there is a precinct that decides to t- go about making a change by retraining their officers, the mortality rate in officer-involved incidences is reduced by a lot. I believe it happened in Richmond. I believe it happened in Salt Lake City. Once they retrained their cops, shit got better. Because it's the right thing to do to actually, like, (laughs) I was driving home the other day and I saw a highway patrol officer and like, and right now I'm looking at, like, I know all of us, whenever we see a cop car behind us and we're driving, we're like, bro, bro, I'm not not going to lie. I puck a dog. I puck a hard Every Clinch. every time, every time, I hard. and it's and it's a shitty feeling. But then, like I'm looking, this is a couple lanes over, and I'm looking over, and I see protect, serve, security, and those words don't echo correctly Hell in our no. minds right now. They don't. And like I said, I know several officers, and I'm cool with a lot of them too. But at the same time, I know that unfortunately, those are very isolated numbers. It's isolated to kind of really look at an officer and go. 
I trust you, bro. I, I never. <laughs> I what? I never have that. Like anytime a cop comes to me, my my hands are out the window. I don't, I, bro. I'm doing everything I can. My I already have my ID out, hanging on the string outside, like on a fishing pole, out the window. So he's <laughs> like, I, bro. I'm I'm I am not playing with cops. I don't. Like you see, you see the videos of white people arguing back against <laughs> the cops, and you're like, "Damn, I yeah, was like, I my wish, wife, would never, I would like, never, I, like, bro, I wish I could do that." Like, what's the luxury, bro? bro I, I, I argue, with, I argue with a cop. I'm, da- I am guaranteed to get fucked up. <laughs> he gonna be like, mm-hmm. "You questioning me, boy?" And I'm like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> it's, I will say, it was funny. I saw this. Um, niggas in Atlanta are wild. I saw this video. <laughs> Uh, it was the one that Deontay had sent. <laughs> it was just like, just like, look at you with that little shield. <laughs> oh, that that was Atlanta. You know, they clowned it. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, that shit was hell funny. And even the cop was just laughing. He's just like, damn, <laughs> a little little shield ad. Uh, a little shield. <laughs> a little shield. <laughs> so I I do appreciate the. There are a lot of people just online um a lot of celebrities who are using their voice to get a message across and i appreciate that there are people out there risk who acknowledge yo i'm losing fans i don't give a damn and i'm okay with yo, that exactly shout out you know to john, I mean? I'm okay uh, with john um john john boyega yeah john my boyega hero? that is my, my do- bro oh, hey, I, I, i'm gonna say hero? this i'm gonna say this that is my nigga that oh, is yeah. my mm-hmm. nigga. Yes. And he that was, I saw, bro, he said, I don't he give said, a I don't give fuck. A fuck. <laughs> he said, uh-huh. fuck you. I saw, like, he tweeted racist. out, he said, he said, fuck, I said fuck what racist I said. cops. And so, he exactly. Said, and so what I was just like, just like, I agree with you, but you have, but you have kids who have children who are fans. And he was just like, I don't care. This is my personal account. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then underneath was a picture of, and it showed um. Oh, it showed when Anakin, Anakin pulled out his lightsaber against the younglings, and it says John Boyega, the kids. <laughs> 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 it's like fuck them kids right now. I don't give a fuck. I'm like I mean, he don't care I'm about that Disney his, money I'm right now. He care about his, he, he's he care about being black. Heard. That's all it is. He cares he's about caring about like he's, he's using like, his voice and he's saying that shit. And you know he actually said fuck the money. He really did. Hey, he, said, he said it's not about the money. He's the like, money. you know what? And that's only going to make me support that man more. Facts. You know? We need yep. more. We need more black leaders. E- like we, that. No, we everyone needs to be like that. Everyone needs to be like. I want to say, yeah. Shout out to fucking Chrissy Teigen who always goes off, because uh, she was like, "Yo, I'm donating a thousand dollars toward bail of the L.A. protesters." Somebody commented, "Oh, you mean rioters?" She goes, "Oh, in that case, no. two hundred thousand dollars." <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn, that's what's up. Yo. Okay. Hey, shout out Killer Mike as Yo, well. Facts. R- real leader. Real shout out. I, I, I love Killer Mike. Oh my man. god. Like, I like. Oh. He, he's he's a bit divisive right now because there's people on the ground who aren't one hundred percent happy with him. But, uh, you know, as as a I think he recognizes and I'm just speaking from my perspective, I think he recognizes that he himself has to use his voice in a specific way. And I think he's mm-hmm. doing that yeah, to the best of his abilities it, with facts. everything that he has and everything that he knows as an imperfect human being like we all are not making excuses for anybody, but just saying it like it is. I believe he's doing it to the best of his abilities. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he, I, I, I love the man for how fucking vocal he is and has been. And the fact that he's taken his, his platform that he's built for himself. Cause he's already been doing this, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he, he's been our killer Mike for years. Yeah. But now he's the world's half of run the jewels mm-hmm. and he's Bernie right. Sanders homie. Yeah. So he's taken that and he's, pushing the same shit he's been pushing for years and i love bro i i feel like honestly and i might be speaking out of turn for this seeing as i'm just you know one of the very 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 low people on the totem pole but i feel like african americans right now have enough clout to where if we really wanted to push a change we could like we I, just I really to, feel like that. I really feel like if the artists got together, if the 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 all the celebrities got together, if the NBA stars got together, yeah. bro, I really feel like if everyone got together, we as a community have enough clout to really like push forth yeah, our narrative. We just need athletes, stars, yeah, every, uh, artists, every, rappers, every, like everybody. Like there's we just so need many the information and and we need information we need uh to know how to implement this information that we collect like knowing isn't enough and it's easy to say that just go out and do but you can't do unless you know what to do so mm-hmm. we do need people we do need teachers we do need teachers the world needs teachers bro jay-z just open up a fucking school he should open up, open up a business school. Like, man, he, he, he's, he's made him, P. Diddy, like, teach, they should all teach, open up a business school. I think, I think P. Diddy, P. Diddy did do did something, he? right? Didn't he open something? I, I think so. I don't remember. I mean, because even, like, even sure beyond people are huge like, right now, they are, they are I need, above and beyond. Beyond just opening a couple of schools, I need this, like, on a larger scale. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Give this information. <laughs> like they're doing yeah. what they need to for the community. But in the same way, like, like it, yeah. it's great to develop the young in the next generation. But you also need to be able to get a message to the 40-year-old who is working, who mm-hmm. can't, you know, go back to school and learn something new again. Yeah. He needs to be able, he, she, they, they need to be able to learn and learn how to fight for what's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this you... one video, um, and it was pretty much three different generations. You see this older black man, forty six. Oh, you see this black man, thirty one, and, and then, then talking to the sixteen year old, and they're yeah, just going off. They're just like, that. yeah, it was it was powerful. It was just like, and it was you need to just like what what we're doing isn't working. What are you going to do? Just like what you're doing right now is not working. We need to do something different to make a change because everything that we've been doing, just like he's like, I've been where you were when I was that age. I've been where he was when he was that age. You see him. He's 46. I'm 31. You're 16. What are what are you going to be doing in the next 10 years? What are you going to do that's different? Because what we're doing, it's not fucking working. And like dudes are breaking down. And it's like and I think that's another thing, too, is that you're seeing. You're seeing all these different black men, these black women, putting their emotions yeah, on their sleeves, raw, real which is not a thing that we do. And we don't we, put our emotions on our sleeves. For, and it for those who and, really, because I know we have listeners from all walks of life, and we don't talk about this a lot, but 
the black community isn't great at expressing how we feel verbally at all at fucking all i know it's it's, terrible at it i I, I don't want to say it's just specific with black men but it's very very prevalent within black men Mm -hmm. to where we are conditioned to not show these quote-unquote weaker emotions yeah it's how we were raised right so and that's why you know fucking we're fucking getting heart disease at 40 and shit (laughs) we're falling over from fucking high blood pressure and stress and shit like it's that and like grandma's cooking but (laughs) (laughs) like we need to get better at that we need to not just express ourselves in moments of distress but like just take a moment to say hey this feels bad i need to i need to vocalize this and then we as a people can come to some sort of solution because we have some problems like that like not expressing ourselves that we aren't talking about that we aren't expressing so moments like that are special but I want moments like that to no longer be special. I want moments like the anomalies, that to be that is just every a thing day. that we do. Yeah, you but don't remember, I mean? it's, it's not just us. It's not all, our mindset only. It's oh, yeah, that's around us, too. So. Like, er, yeah. Every, yeah. everyone looks at, at black men as, like, this strong, like, nothing ever aff- affects them. Like, you know. Right. Oh, my and, goodness. I was w- watching something where it was actually believed and taught in the medical field for years that black people legitimately feel less pain. And we all know that's bullshit, but they were fucking teaching doctors this. Are you kidding me? But where do you think it came from? It just leans back into this idea of us being animals. People don't, right. don't look at animals like humans, yes. right? Animals don't feel, yeah. animals don't have emotions. There was don't, a you know what I'm modern, there's a relatively modern religion, which shall not be named on this podcast that, actually spread misinformation that black people were born with tails. We're sayings, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I understand hey. I'm strong. Shit, <laughs> if, it, if it came with the rest of the shit, I'll take that. I would take that. I know, right? I mean, especially because you can just cut it off. black people be unstoppable because we're... <laughs> then you, well, it's not only that. It's like then they'd really just be out there ha- like Frieza. Hello, yeah, monkeys. <laughs> Facts. But then every time we're beaten down and not killed, <laughs> we get Zen fucking Kai stronger. Yeah, we just start beating each other's asses and shit. Be like, don't worry, it's good. You'll Zen come back stronger. It's fine. Hey, oh, the nah. hood would be powerful. Yeah, the hood would be powerful. <laughs> I think actually, I think that's where the hood. At, going to middle school in the hood and under high school. Yeah. Yo, facts. The, the kids actually, who fought each facts. other a lot were kind of scary. <laughs> facts. <laughs> <laughs> the kids who fought a lot were kind of scary. Yeah. Facts. I I think um, I think like Justin was saying earlier, like I think we need to unite and not not just unite and do what we've been doing, but unite and think how we can hurt them even more. Right. And I I think like what that looks like, part of that that looks like is for us to stop spending money money at these big box stores. You know what I mean? If there was a day that every black and brown person did not show up to work. And protested by not showing up to and work. Don't you think that that would send across a message? Bro, like, but we're not going to do it. We're not. We're not going to do it. Afraid. But and if I, we bro, send that's, a message, that's, like, that's, that's why like saying the same thing of like of saying don't don't spend any money at small businesses and only go buy from black owned businesses. We're not going to do that. That and this once again goes to 
this goes to uh, a mentality. And it's very much so a hood mentality. It, it ex- exists survival outside of the, of the hood. But yes, it is survival of the fittest. There are plenty of people who say, and we're raised to think, okay, I just got to get mine. Mm-hmm. And I'll be good. Fact. As long as I get mine, mm-hmm. I'll be good. good. And we don't work outside of that bubble. So coming together is hard because we're too... And I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing to work on yourself, but we work on, we work for, for our own, for what we are trying to earn and to earn for our own. Yes. We as a, when I say own, I mean, family based, just keep, keep want to build up as a family, but not as a, as a community, not as a whole man. Yeah. I've seen other people do it better. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we've spoken about this outside the podcast. Yeah. We won't really go into it right now, but we've seen other people do it better. Mm-hmm. And we see how they're doing it better. You know what I mean? There's maybe not kicking their kid out at 18 and making them fend for themselves. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe trying to keep a little more structure and then building something to leave behind for these other people that you're bringing up. But legit leave behind. Like, legitly behind like build within the family not like, like oh my god yeah so think I about have it. when we leave when we leave funny 18, statement oh, okay go ahead or funny statement not not to really cut you off but funny statement just <clears throat> i've talking just being in oh, talking in plush sessions <laughs> but just being from oakland growing up in oakland you get to meet a lot of people who've done a lot of things with their lives uh whether negative positive uh hell my mother's church pastor had a hell of a youth if just to brush over that lightly but uh he, he probably wasn't the best guy you wanted to run into back in the day now he's doing something else with his life i've spoken to people who said the best thing they did in their in the drug game was taking that money buying an apartment complex and stop selling drugs now I have something legal to leave to my son. Even if, mm-hmm. even if it took him that, I'm not saying go out there and sell drugs. Don't, don't fucking do it. Don't. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he took his situation and it wasn't just, you know, for himself. He did that for his family. And, He's not for a better future. He's not fucking running the price up on that place. He also is allowing the people who need help to stay in this place because hell, some of the people who live there, are some of the people he used to serve. So like there are ways, and I know that's really just hella wild, but that's it's Oakland, bro. What what you going to do? But there are different ways we can come together moving forward it is not and and there are different ways we can support each other but it really does take learning it takes changing our mentality as a whole how we see ourselves how we see the world how we see each other jesus that is so facts that is so much facts (laughs) like dude as soon as we stop seeing each other as a stepping stone that we can use to get higher that is the day that like we become fucking so ridiculously powerful 
I want to. That's real being woke. That's the real meaning of being woke, right? I want to quote the. I want to quote the homie, uh, Greg Sipes, just because he he said he's been talking about this and he uses it in a hashtag. And initially, I didn't get it, but it made me sit and think. And I just I needed to understand it. And he said, uh, "The true revolution comes from within." And of course, that sounds like something that you can just hear in passing, or in a fortune cookie. Right. It sounds like it does sound like something you could hear at a fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. But I, I believe what he's talking about and what he's trying to communicate is that nothing will change until we change. The fact that right now reality is literally V for Vendetta. <clears throat> Think about it. It's 2020. There's a virus going around the planet. Damn, you're not wrong. <laughs> Niggas are dying. There's protests going on in the streets. We shouldn't fear the government. The government should fear the people. Facts. And that, because the government is nothing without the people. The government is nothing without the people. Max. Max. Mm-hmm. Max, we, Max. I'm looking at the fucking. The National Guard, like, yo, what are you doing, bitch? I bought that tank. Stop doing that with that vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for that tear gas. So, Stop using that tear gas. It's fucked up. So to kind of to kind of bring things in a little bit, like I mentioned at the start, we're all black men in America. And I've mentioned to all of you before, now I'll just say it on the, on the podcast, we are all black men of a sliding scale of complexions <laughs> me definitely being the lightest negro here going on to justin to deontay to cam and i know because of all of that we have all had different experiences regarding the police because all of us have we done shit no but like we all have different tales of just what that means and what it, what's happened to us and like i'll i'll sell my store shit i've been in cuffs before why because i was walking home from work and i just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time because somebody else passed by me and some shit went down up the street cop came by got out the car cuffed me just asked me a couple questions i'm compliant i was just like okay i did nothing wrong i should have nothing to fear but in me is there like a why am i in why am i in cuffs right now when i'm literally just walking by the end of it, it was cool and all. Like, he was, his apology, he was like, well, thank you. He was like, thank you. I'm sorry about stopping you, all that. Um, <laughs> gave me a ride, all that shit. But in me, too, I told him, I was just like, yeah, you could drop me off at the corner. You don't, don't, don't drop me off at the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it was ulterior motives. And he was just like, I get it. <laughs> People think you're a snitch. That was ulterior exactly. motives for that ride. I was like, you could drop me off right here. But shit like that is like. Keep it, your man. Yeah, there's, there's always ulterior motives for shit. Be careful, but um, exactly, <laughs> and like, and I'm fully aware of that. Like I've told when I told Mar about that, she was just like, "What?" And like, she was definitely more concerned for me at the time, and I I knew, but in my like, and this is, this is where you do want to have faith in the system of, I did nothing wrong. I'm complying. I'm answering all your questions. I should have nothing to fear. And thankfully, that's that was the outcome, but there's always that something in a black man of 
what is about to happen. I'm in cuffs for literally because too many times have people done exactly what you've done and it just not worked out for them. Exactly. And it's, it's like, this is a couple of years back and I'm, and it's, it's always stuck with me. So like, and anytime I get pulled over or something like that, it's like, you just, I haven't been pulled over too many times, but it's always just like, you know what you did wrong? Yep. I was speeding. It was like, yeah, I was going too fast. Anything else? All right. Can I keep you on my way? Okay. Thank you. But it's always just like a, Ooh, there's flashing lights behind me. <laughs> oh, my, stomach, my stomach drops on the brass head. Yeah. Uh, my incident was, uh, I think I was freshly like 21 or something like that. I'm walking down the street with my friends and there are cop cars at, I think it's a Chinese food place. Um, and we're walking to the store. We have to walk past this to get to the store. So as we're walking, the cops looks at look at me, then pull their weapons on me and start screaming, get your fucking hands in the air! Get your fucking hands out of your pockets! Get your fucking hands in the air right now! Me, confused, scared, hands in the air. Um, They just immediately cuff me, throw me in the back of the car. And I, I think it, in retrospect... The worst part about this is as soon as I was in the car, I was defeated. I felt and and it wasn't a feeling of, oh, my God, I didn't do anything. What the hell is this? This is wrong. It, it was more of a feeling of, well, they got me. This is this is the one. They wanted their man, and I guess I'm it. So my luck ran out. Because this shit happens. And I know this shit happens. So I just thought, oh, fuck. Unfortunately, it just happened to me. And I spent like an hour in the back of that car, handcuffed. Uh, at one point, I did maneuver because the fucking plastic seats hurt and the way they threw Bro, me on my hands. so much. Yo, the way they threw me on my hands and the way I was on the cuffs, yo, my, that shit was cutting into my wrist. So I fucking maneuvered in a way to where my arms were in the space between the seat and the door. And I was like, oh, finally, comfort. These motherfuckers pulled me out of the car, told me to get in backwards. <laughs> I was pissed, See, bro. I'll say at least when when I, I got the pissed. ride, I was no longer in cuffs. So no. I, <laughs> that fucking. If not for my okay, somebody who was with me, who was I don't know if he had been drinking yet. I know he liked to, but I don't think he was drinking yet. I think that was his reason to go to the store. But uh, <laughs> he was pissed. He was like, "Fuck! He didn't do nothing. What the hell?" And then they ended up putting him in a car too just because he was protesting my friend's little brother ran and got his mom from around the corner and then she who's you know another fairer skinned uh black lady she came and uh she rose hell and she's like he didn't do nothing he was just at the house with me you know she had to do her thing and that's the only reason they let me go that and the fact that the owners of the store came out and said no, they were looking for a uh, a man with dreads in a black hoodie, while I'm a bald man. Um, yeah, I guess 
I fit at least one part of that description. You're black. I was black. Mm-hmm. I was black. Well, you, you were those black, of you listening. Black. I'm I'm super <laughs> black now. <laughs> Everything lately has made me blacker than black. Like it, I listened to that song "Black" by Buddy. I'm that black. <laughs> I was going to say, if there, there, I know that there are people listening or people out there who are like, oh, well, I'm black and it's never happened to me before. And, you know, people, because you've been, it could, you've you been okay lucky, to live up in a bro. privileged area or where, <laughs> wherever the circumstances are exactly. It could happen to you at any oh moment or time. And, and when it finally does, I mean, I hope it doesn't, but when it finally does, like, then you're going to realize, like, you know, no, it doesn't make you different. Like, this shit really happens to us. Pay attention. Um, I could... mo- mo- most importantly, I can say, and this is coming from a kid who is from, grew up in East Oakland, but has also lived in places like fucking Santa Clara and Vancouver, Washington. Yeah, like this shit that happened to me. That was when, in San when shit, I just got off. When shit happens to you, and you speak about it, pay attention to which one of those quote-unquote friends who aren't willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Real shit. Real shit. Not enough people are saying that. Pay attention to the people who are listening to you when you're in your plight. Because if they're willing to jam with you when you're happy, but they're going to ignore you when you're talking about the real shit that's happening in your life, I understand mm-hmm. not bringing other people down with your shit, but some stuff we deal with. If you're willing to sweep that mm-hmm. under the rug, are you a friend? And that like for all falls back into why we as black men will end up not talking. Man. Because when we do. Oh, yeah. If I, I, I've definitely been in situations where I just didn't say things because I was like. I'm going to make my white friends feel uncomfortable if I say how I feel right now. Right, which is a fucked up mentality. That is a total fucked up mentality. But I think we all, and especially to avoid the label of the angry black men, we have all taken taken that bullet, so to speak. And also, we're, we're, we're tired. We deal with it enough without also having... To then deal with it with our friends which is supposed to be like our safe space right. as well right. you know so we we don't always want to be fighting but that's just the reality of it i mean but due to the fact that we all are black men we do have one one good thing in common is that we know that black men don't speak about their emotions that they don't right you know relay their relay their feelings to someone who they could so all i have to say to that is now that we have the ability to do so we should like Man. we shouldn't we shouldn't take this bro for tell, tell you that's <clears throat> why it's sidebar that's why i fucking love the rupees man because sometimes justin would just call us to be all like hey i love you guys yeah love you too man like there's there's it's like, like i think we've all had a we moment i think except for cam literally because this nigga disappears all the time we've all just like had drunk or just late night moments of like i appreciate Bro, y'all. there have been there have been moments where shit is happening and you appreciate us cam what the fuck man <laughs> <laughs> there's been moments where chaotic shit is happening in my life and even though i won't 
I won't go into full detail with the group. Sometimes I'll come in and I'll be all like, look, guys, this shit is happening. This shit is crazy. And I know you guys aren't in any position to do shit, but listen to me. But and thank sometimes you for that's all it is. It's just, but, you know. We have a we have a platform to get this all out. And it's like like Deonta said, even though we know our platform is not big, but we get to talk about it and just be real. And for those who do listen, it's appreciated. Oh, my goodness. As much as I say, as much as I say, don't contact me, uh, <laughs> contact me for real. For real. If, He's well on his way to becoming viral yeah, right oh now. Oh, yeah, viral. This nigga hit Twitter and has gone yeah. off. I, I, bigger than all of us. Oh, I was quoted in a USA Today article, too. Yeah. But um, see, see, um, see. yeah, I, I'm, I don't have a big presence on Twitter, but I'm on there a lot these days. And if you want to just come and talk about something, bro, come talk. Even if 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 it's about if it's about serious issues and you just need to get something off your chest, if if, if you want to shout angrily <laughs> at a fucking echo chamber, you can do that. You know what I mean? Um, if you just want to fucking dork around about games or wrestling and you need that outlet or if something is making you feel legit down i'm not gonna judge you and call you weak for feeling sad or anything you know you can you can i don't see weakness in emotion facts it's so actually stronger you can you can you can come be emotional with me yeah, I mean, because think about it. They they I, say that you know you become stronger when you're fighting for a loved one. Oh man, facts. I'm trying to. Get, I'm trying say to get something all that well. power. I, I think that um, like cancel culture is obviously very big right now, and um, our immediate reaction um is to shut down people who don't think exactly like we do. Are we talking about Shamik um, Moore? <laughs> no, 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 not, not at all, not at all, not at all. But, but, oh, that's that's another thing. Fuck, <laughs> I completely even forgot about that. Forgot about that too. But <laughs> as much as I want to say fuck that, <laughs> yo, um, I was as soon as I watched that video, bro, I was sitting there looking for other people who could be great Miles Morales. <laughs> I was already trying to recast here's, here's, him. Here's the thing: is that like not everybody's gonna think the same way as we do, and and. What ends up happening is, let's say you have a friend, right? A friend of yours has a different opinion. They come to you. You guys talk about it. You say, fuck him, right? That friend is then going to go find other people who more closely align with the way that he thinks, right? Those people could end up being worse than he ever was and then create this this new level of racism in his head now, right? Because now he's he came to you to talk and we could have had this this discussion about it and you could have brought about change but instead he's gone over to that side that group becomes larger we've gone back to our side and that separation just continues and i know it's not our responsibility right it's not our responsibility to educate white people at all that's that's not what we're here for but at the same time if 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 there is someone that is trying to engage in conversation right try talk to them have a conversation with them you never know what the power of your voice and your opinion could do and maybe it does nothing but it's it's better than just shutting them off so that they go 
to find another racist person to listen to who's going to big up their ideas and and perpetuate this fucking cycle you know um plus there is nothing wrong with having a difference of opinion quick to block right there is nothing wrong with having a difference of opinion there's nothing that's how we grow as a society like like only comes to like when you're when your opinion crosses to the point where it's like no longer just your opinion you know what i mean to the point where it like maybe affects people's lives then we can have a little there's reason to have discourse there because too often do people fall back uh too too sorry (laughs) too often do people use opinions as an excuse or a safety shield to just echo some of the worst sentiment. And in that case, well, yeah, it's fine. It well, not maybe not fine that you feel that way, but it's okay to acknowledge that yeah, you have your opinion. Your opinion is garbage. But but I, but I, I don't but think I don't think you should use the word garbage because again then <laughs> that person's just gonna say that that's conversation so end. no okay. like it's conversation right. no, i'm not saying i'm not saying that in the sense of friends. using that in that specific sense where we're talking about somebody in open dialogue <laughs> but we're some people will be all like oh yeah um for a blanket statement blacks are less intelligence than whites yeah, that's, that's just my, my opinion, opinion. Yeah, yo yeah. your opinion's garbage right. yeah right but also realize the power in saying but why do you think that like what's the reason that you legitimately think mm-hmm. that and maybe by that end of that con- i mean maybe they're just saying it but mm-hmm. let's say I'm they in... truly believe it no, i fully agree b- with you Ken. by the end of that conversation we could change True. their opinion like legitimately only if though only if you are dealing with somebody who has a who has an open mind if you're not dealing with someone with an open mind and a closed opinion or a closed mind like they're they're immediately going to disregard every single one of your counter arguments all of them and they're not gonna they're honestly, not gonna matter they're honestly not gonna matter. in but, this in this day and age with information so ready to people i genuinely find it hard that people with open minds can fall into that sentiment yeah and like at the end of the day too it's like i agree with all of you i agree with all of you and like Cam said, there's a chance you could change their mind. And even if they don't, if they still keep their shitty opinion about whatever it is, you said what you needed to. You got your point across. It's there. It's entirely up to them if they hear you and understand what you're saying. And they could still keep their opinion, but now they have different words in their head that could, that could make, if it doesn't change then, it could possibly manifest later on. Where it's like, like you the know next what, person did. comes to them and says the same thing. Or exactly. the next person and after like, that. You know what? Maybe it's not just. Maybe it's it's me, and I'm just not seeing the full picture about things. And it's like there's, like we, <laughs> but but this is love you Ray. This is love you Ray. But uh, it's I'll take it to the way that we talk about Ray and his shitty stadium opinions. <laughs> 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 I hear you, brother. I don't agree with you. We, we listen. <laughs> we listen. We disagree, but. I mean, and some people you. like this is all they know. Like this is their truth. Mm-hmm. This is what their parents told yeah. them. Their grandparents yeah, told them. Like inherited racism. We can, we can, right. it, it is. It, we can re-educate people 
And I think we can. that's why I think it's important with the people who do have these voices. But but you know, again, that that's why I'm I that's why because I, like I, I I understand the argument, but it's it's weird for me because we for so long have been telling people that we aren't what we think or what they think we are. Like we've we pointed people out. We're like, look, MLK, look, uh Malcolm X, look, uh Michael Jordan, look. We, like look at all, all these people all they do. who who all have been inventing is. and who have been like who have who so, have gone above and beyond what it what it means to be, you know, a monkey. Like we've we've right, proven right. over and over again that we are so much more than just but I think it needs animals. to be more direct than like a figurehead, you know? Like it needs to be someone who's actually right in front of you. It's very hard to turn your head away from someone that you've never met before, but someone in person that's sitting you in front of you saying, "Why do you hate me?" I'm right here in front of you. What do, what do you not like about what, me? Like Joiner like Joiner Lucas. Joiner you know? <laughs> <laughs> <Joyner> Lucas. <laughs> I want, <laughs> God damn it. I, w- I want to speak to the effect of actually being in person and how that can differ the effect on someone. And this is going to sound funny when I talk about it. We've all been hearing British. Well, shut up, Cam. We've all, the three of us have been hearing uh, British accents on television as children and stuff like that. Who's growing up? I'm pretty sure as, as soon as you were little, you watched something where somebody had a British accent. When I finally actually heard one in person when I was about eight years old, for some reason, it stood out way, way more to me. Because it's not like you're watching something I'm not on TV. watching you're something not watching right. Some it's you're somebody not watching right this. in front of me. Like, and it had this oh, weird effect to me where, real. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not to say that that can, you know, really have that effect in every sense. But I'm like, wow, I'm listening. <laughs> like, I'm paying right, attention. Yeah. Like, I'm here. This is, right. this is different. This isn't yeah. on the screen. This and isn't you know performance. I think you know? that's why um, a big part of this, like, going to cam there's a lot of people who do listen to podcasts who are just like that british guy and it's like because just because you know like we're like i said we're not big Mm. we're not anything special we're just doing our thing talking about the thing that we enjoy and by chance we have a british man with us and it it sticks out to people like a different a different i appreciate out to people because we wouldn't be where we are if you sounded like you were from. Texas. I appreciate the way you said Lohan. You said Lohan, not. Yeah. I know. I looked at all of it. We all we all looked at his screen. We all went like, huh? I appreciate Lohan. And no one said anything. No, good on no, you guys. We, yeah, 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 we, we, no, we, I was, was going to loop back. We, we needed to get yeah, the point across. That's what it was. You got your point across, and you know, it's a little lighter in the podcast, so we can <laughs> we can yeah. loop back around to that, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, looping back around, yeah, <laughs> Justin, Cam, tell us your stories because we already know. Oh, um, no, Cam, tell yours because yours is crazy. No, his is the escalator uh, one. We could you go oh, first, okay. Justin. Right. <laughs> um, like I said, the darkest gets the biggest story. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey man, man it, the uh, severity of the story does kind of go in order like that, dude. Yeah, uh, you know. So um, I was in Stockton, and I was, uh, I was driving back to my mom's after dropping off my girlfriend, and um, I got pulled over by a cop for my taillight being out. Um, now, usually, 
I've had a, I've had a few running with cops, and usually if you don't have your license on you or something, they'll just give you a ticket. They'll give you like a fix it ticket, basically, as long as your um, as long as your name doesn't pop up in their system, right? That you have any warrants or anything. Uh, in this particular point in time, though, um, they asked me to get out the car. Um, and then once I actually, so if anyone has seen me before, I'm a fairly big guy. I'm about six three, about two eighty. Um, Zim. <laughs> <laughs> That's why um, we be making these Cam- jokes, bro. He big, big. Yeah, and I got and and it doesn't help that I dr- I like to drive small cars. So, um, <laughs> That's so I I so had a two thousand Honda Civic, people. which which everyone knows is a very very tiny car. So anyway, so obviously you can't really tell my size from the tiny car. So when I stepped out of the car, the cop who was, I think, about 5'6", had to look up at me. And at that point, once he saw how big I was, told me to please get in the back of the car. Um, basically, he detained me because I didn't have uh, my license and he wanted to make sure I didn't run off. Uh, and so, like, I, I had a... It, was a it, it wasn't a horrible time in the back of the car. <laughs> of course, my big ass trying to fit back there was horrible, though. Um, but... You know, the cops weren't horrible. You know, they let me go. But that that definitely says something to how they felt threatened by me. And if anyone and, and, and any other guys can tell you, I'm a straight cuddly bear unless like you, you unless you fuck with friends or family. Um, so so like they saw me as a threat. And so they asked me to, you know, to be, you know, get in the back of the cop car. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like I said, I've had a few run-ins with cops. Um, I'm not gonna say they've all been horrible. Like I said, one time I got pulled over for speeding and then got, and then proceeded to get recruited uh, for, the Stockton, <laughs> for the Stockton PD. Uh, not so, only are you big, but you drive well. Join us. Hey, <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. It, funny thing was, a black guy actually pulled me over. Uh, it was a it was a motor, a black motorcycle cop, and he looked at me and uh, when he pulled me over, he was like. You know, it was actually pretty fun chasing you. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, how how long were you following Thanks. me for? And he was like, oh, about five minutes. And I was like, well, why didn't you? Why didn't you? Uh, why didn't you? You know, whoop whoop. And he was like, and he was like, well, I was having. So, he was like, you were weaving through traffic, and I was having so much fun chasing you that I I decided not to like grab you at the very beginning. So I was like, all right, all right, that's fine. And, and, uh, man, <laughs> a, a fucking bike cop did that with my cousin on a motorcycle. Like he was behind him, chasing him and shit. And then when my cousin finally like pulled off to the side, let him pull up to the side, the cop was just like, "Hey, man, nice bike." And then, <laughs> like, like, holy shit, you were scaring me, bro. I thought yeah. it was over. I thought you were gonna right. take this. Man, you said five minutes, Justin. I would notice that shit immediately. Well, Anytime no, so a cop ends up behind me, my well, no, ass are like, where right, are no, you? So, are you behind me? So check this me? out. So I was I was running late. So um, Cam knows I, I was uh, I used to uh, take kids from Stockton to the Bay Area to visit their um, their their parents because um, my mom ran a foster. Uh, my mom has a foster agency. So um, Can I say you guys are dope. 
I just want to say you guys are dope. Oh. I just want to put that out <laughs> Thanks, there. <man. laughs> Working with these kids, helping these kids. Nice I was a security guard, and Darren was a manager at GameStop, so we just yelled at kids. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, y'all out here Hey, helping. man, I, we gave our life lessons when we needed to. Too, <laughs> we gave life lessons, too. But still, yeah. Yeah. So, basically, I was running really late to um, pick these kids up so I can drop them off. So, I was speeding really fast. And it was actually pretty heavy traffic. And so, if anyone's dri- driven with me in, in one of my... Very nice Hondas. Uh, I'm a, I'm I, I drive pretty well. Um, so, like I said, so at the end of it all, he let me go without a ticket because I told him what I was doing too. I was like, I'm late picking up kids, and he was like, Oh, yeah. and he was like, Well, if you want, <laughs> he was like, If you want, you know, a different profession, and he handed me his card and was like, Come join Stockton PD because he asked me how much, how old I was, how you know, how much I weighed, how big I was, and he was like, "You should join." He wanted to race again. Stockton PD. <laughs> you wanted to race again. He wanted to race again. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted a reason, right? He wanted to be able to race with me, like. Um, but yeah, it was dope. It was. It was. An, it was a nice. It was. It was very nice of him to let me go because I was dude. I was going like I was going like ninety five <laughs> speeding through traffic and like so. Yeah, that was my story. See, and this just shows the difference. The difference ways that we can interact with police and where you so, have like one where it's like there's fear and the other one where you're like oh okay this was kind of a see, yeah it wasn't bad so why you pulled me over they are but, these police are people but being that they are people people are flawed mm-hmm. and this goes back to this training thing mm-hmm. we have a bunch of cops who are being hired as cops who already are carrying pre-existing prejudices into the job and then are given power Facts. so Jesus. that's why i can say there are cool individuals who end up becoming cops mm-hmm. but until this system changes we, we have an issue yeah that hey, cool ass about? cop hey cool fucking cop who let me go with the speeding ticket Real, bust your partner for planting drugs, please. I just watched a video from last year of a police officer who charged his chief and mayor for corruption and crimes. I wasn't really clear on the exact crimes, but he charged his chief and mayor and seconds later, he got pulled into a room. Seconds later, he came out and announced, this is what happens when you try to do the right thing. I just got fired. Damn. Right. Corruption is everywhere. Yeah. So Thanks. until a guy like that can keep his job, mm-hmm. I'm going to need all of you cops to do way better. Bro, but let me, let me ask you this, though. So that, that kind of falls in line with the idiom of, snitches get stitches so let mm-hmm. me ask you this that being said how do you feel with you know when it's done you know in the in the african-american community where like so and people that's the thing the reason why it's done in the african american african-american community is because we can't turn to them that's the reason why there's such a big element of don't bring those people into our business because they're they're not for us mm-hmm. and that's the way the hood feels that's why snitches get stitches was born because you call the cops on me for this fight we had in the street 
or for stealing uh, something. Yeah. And they fucking shoot me. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's, I'll take it. It's like you call the <laughs> cop on me. I'm dead, and then my boys are gonna yep. get you because look at so what you, happens. And as, far as, as far as they're concerned in the hood, you Thanks. got me killed. So that's why people in the black community don't like calling the cops like that. That's why, no. and I'm so I don't talk to one of my cousins right now because she called the police on her brother. Just for a fight that happened in this house. Not even an actual fight. An argument that happened in this house. And at four in the fucking morning, I had an army of cops pointing guns at my cousin in my face in my walkway. And to this day, I am not okay with my cousin because of that. Because this was something that we... Could have taught. We didn't need to take it there. We didn't need to escalate. You could have handled if everything. Anything, if as a I had made the wrong move, even though this shit didn't even involve me. Not only was that an issue. Once we had actually talked to these police officers, she later walked them into the house to arrest my cousin. Bro, I, I just I just realized how we can fix all of this, but I will tell you at the end. So, I I see a lot of people, and I, I appreciate people trying to do things. Like, hell, uh, WWE wrestler Mustafa Ali used to be a police officer. And he was saying that he sees a lot of corruption. He's mm-hmm. even stu- he, used to, he, he even stopped incidences of excessive force when he was a cop. And his whole mentality in becoming a cop was trying to change the system from the inside. But one man can't change the system from the inside. The system has to change. Right. Cameron. It needs, it needs to come from like a deeper place. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I was like debating which story to tell. Um, but but the, other, the other stories were more run-ins with karens then run-ins with the police oh. run-ins with karens that led to run-ins <laughs> with the police but let's talk about a direct run-in with the police so see and that's that's a whole thing too yeah. where it all ends up it's a cycle i i always <laughs> have run-ins with karens i just leave the scene facts dude I, the thing is is that my run-ins were all while i was working oh my god with kids oh my god you can't leave the scene <laughs> and, and so it's so it's like i'm doing the r- the right thing right trying to make the world a better place and i still get the fucking police called on me that's that's why those were were big incidents you're a dark-skinned man with children who probably don't look like you exactly at all there are many stories um, of black babysitters who are getting fucking cops called on them for fucking having white kids having white kids with them because people didn't people were like blocking them from going somewhere like i don't trust you what are you doing with these kids prove your identity yeah, that, right. Yeah. They're, 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 and who are to, you? It's like <laughs> my my one of the families that I work with were telling me a story that um the babysitter was walking with um with this kid, and um uh, Karen walked by, looked up at the kid, and says, 
are you okay? But mouths it. Doesn't say it loud enough, but mouths it. And and the kid turns around and says, why are you asking me if I'm okay? Like, obviously not understanding what was happening. Kids are the most honest creatures in existence. And so they're going to say it just like, what? Oh my God. (laughs) Deontay. Oh my God. Let me put this in a skit, bro. Let me make this a skit, please. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. I mean, similar stuff has happened to me where I've been with a kid and the person said do you know this child and when i when i speak up to say yes they say i'd like to hear it from the child's mouth um like shit like that dude yeah it's wild fucking suck dude people are crazy bro did i oh so there are people real real quick did i ever tell you the time i was in a i was in the store and um i had my headphones on and you guys all know i work at a law office so like i ain't trying to do shit like i ain't trying to fuck with nobody and this woman looks at me she looks at her husband. Her purse is in the uh, in the 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 kid carry, like you know where you can put either a child, like the child seat. And she looks at me. She grabs her purse and she she clutches it. Mm. Mm. And I was just, and I looked at her. I was like, "Bitch, I probably make more money than you do." I don't want that fake <laughs> bootleg clutch, bitch. <laughs> like I was, I was, I was, I was taken back. I was like that Macy's Yo. discount binge. Yo, <laughs> f- fucking twenty dollar Amazon order purse. Think that the fuck? <laughs> like, it was just crazy. Like, Yo, I think the most petty shit I've done in my life in regards to a Karen was uh, I was walking down the street and I just heard this car door click. This fucking I heard the lock when I was walking, right? And I turned and I looked, and I went, Raw! Facts, so you know what what it, what we need to do is stop excusing this shit by kind of just yeah. brushing it off or by laughing about it, walking off. Like, we need to, like, actually confront these people when it's happening. It doesn't have to be violent con- confrontation, but just be like, just why, like next, next time someone gives you, you a look, excuse me, why are you scared? Yeah. Exactly. Why? Excuse me, why did you give me that look when I walked past you? Why are you like, running? Make them uncomfortable. Like, why make are them you running? running? <laughs> what? Why right. are you running? Right. <laughs> Why are you running? For why real? Are you running? As you're chasing them, like, excuse me, why <laughs> are you running? Me, you tell me why you don't like me. <laughs> like, I, I forgot excuse who it me. was who made this skit where, uh, no, fuck it. It was, uh, it was Harold and Kumar too. When they fucking, uh, accidentally, um, wrecked that car in the hood. And they thought the uh, dudes were about to fucking come fuck them up for uh, oh, yeah. wrecking the car. <laughs> and they like hit a hit a fucking uh, fire hydrant and shit and stuff. Yeah. And they run off. They're like, oh no, they're going to kick our fucking ass, dude. And they ran off and the black guys came over with like fucking spare tire and a tire. Yeah, it was like, like you're trying to help them out. Bro, but that's honestly, I think that's one of the things we have to, we have to battle. We have to battle the fact that white people are inherently scared of us. Mm-hmm. Like they are literally in I, fear of I, their lives when they see us. Like why? Like man, why? Look, because I that watch is how they're written. like no anime media. You media. don't need to be scared. I'm just because I'm six two and and kind of big and Justin six three. You don't need big. to be scared of us. Be scared of Darren. He's the Chihuahua. The Chihuahuas are mean. 
Listen, <laughs> I can't say You're shit. I tell everybody. It goes straight for the ankles. I tell everybody. I'm just like I'm nice until yeah, I'm not. We're we're the German shepherds that will will, will we have we're like over here. only think... bark when you fuck with us. Darren's the fucking chihuahua that barks. Cock. He's just nigga win, nigga win. Fuck you, always, always, always. I, f- I think I think what we all need to do, right, is, and this goes across like black people, Latinos, Asian people, Indian people, everyone, right, is target anti-blackness within your own community oh because goodness, like yes. this this like colonial mind frame of the blacker your skin is, the the badder you are, mm-hmm. the worse you are, Jesus and the lighter Christ. you are, the more well off you are, yeah. the more better you are. The, Essentially, the closer you are to the fucking colonial settlers, you mean settlers like you a are, the better fucking you are. Tyler Perry movie, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's survival mentality, right? Yeah. Like like slaves who were lighter skinned got let inside the house, and so the, this separation of oh, I'm better than you, that helps that slave survive and get into better conditions. Mm-hmm. We don't need to do that anymore, people. Yeah. Right. We don't. So tackle that shit in your own community. There are like there are Africans literally bleaching their skin. There are yeah. Asians that cover their face with umbrellas and stuff just because they don't want to get dark. And it has nothing to do with health. It's just because they don't want to seem darker. Yeah. Because for some reason, light skinned is is better in people's eyes, and it's a myth. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And so that's what we need to really target is anti blackness. In a lot of Asian cultures, the the whiter the skin, the more like beautiful you seem. They see that yeah. as fair, like see, it's fair skinned. Yeah, I'm even guilty of it, like wanting to date light skinned girls and stuff like that in the past. But like, we need to get rid of that mentality. <laughs> hey, my girl, you know what I'm dark. saying like, <laughs> <laughs> my girl is dark. Yeah, you <laughs> my girl is dark, and I love it. <laughs> Give me the sisters. I want all See, the sisters. It's because you light, so you want dark. See, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I'm not it's that like light. check I'm this brown. out. We've been conditioned, man. I just want someone who compliments my cooking and laughs at my fucking jokes. Tells me I'm beautiful. I don't even need that. Don't lie to me. <laughs> he said, don't, don't lie to me. <laughs> Keep it real. Just be all like, uh, <laughs> you don't look good. We he good to me. <laughs> can i say another thing which is kind of like a hot take and i don't think like a lot of people are going to agree with me but like i think that we need to stop pushing this term equality okay and let me let me tell you why I think that Speak we were, truth, my I, I think Speak that we were all created equal, right? As in like we were created the same way, as in dick went into vagina, sperm met egg. Like we were all created that way. The moment we pop out, things are not equal anymore. The world is not such that we are equal. And if we keep mm-hmm. pushing for this false idea of equality, it's never going to happen, bro. It's a, it's like, if we keep saying equality, then white people are still going to say that if we're equal, then why don't we get a, a fucking white history month? Like, like, it's we're not equal but i I, we're not but i think we just need to it's too much history we just need to respect and understand each other's differences we don't need to be equal we need to be treated fairly but i I think that's where it stemmed from i think that's where equality stemmed from was being treated yeah the idea was to be treated equal it's It's not necessarily that right term that that the standing bastardized now you know what i mean yeah to the point where exactly the term is 
it's positioned in a way where people can use it to argue. And I, yeah. I understand that. Right. And to Thanks. touch on something that's kind of related to this is the idea of not seeing color. Right. So here's like, the thing. Oh my God, I don't, if you don't see color, you don't see me. I don't want you to <laughs> exactly. not see color. See my color, but respect my color. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Whenever you hear just like I don't see color, then you're then Yo, then why are you talking? I, I kind of wanted to step in, and the, I just like, I didn't have the right with color every day. I didn't have the right words to uh to say it at the time. One of our friends who's been you know vocal with uh vocal with uh everything that's been going on and who's been on the right side of this was uh replying to John. And he's all like, I, he he said a bunch of great shit. And at the end, he's like, I want you to know that I don't see you as a black man. I see you as a man. And mm. so while I understand the sentiment and I understand the positivity behind that sentiment, and I'm not trying to do any takedown or anything because of that, but I couldn't find the right words in that moment to step in and say, While I get what you're saying, it's important that you do see and appreciate me and expect and respect me as a black man, because that is what I am. This is the life that I live and it's not anything that I can change. So when you're, even though you don't mean to, and not speaking specifically to this case, but now speaking more to the broader idea of not seeing color. When you don't see color, that gives you a window to not see what happens because of my color. Right. And and it's it's also another way to push fucking assimilation as well, right? To say I don't see color um, and we are all the same and everything like this is saying that you want me to be like you. There's like a really powerful video that I, I posted on Instagram. You guys should watch it. But w- where this guy is saying like, no, like I, I don't want to be like you. To, you're trying to get me to assimilate and become like you by getting rid of my identity. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't want to be you. I don't, I don't want to be you. Like, I want to be myself and I want to be respected yeah. for being myself. Because that that's, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what it is when, when people say that they don't see color. They're actually looking past you. They're not looking right. at you. They're looking past you. They're saying they don't see color, which inherently means they don't see you as who you are. They see something different. They're trying to make it to where they don't seem racist, which inherently is racist. Because it's important to acknowledge while we're just on that, that racism isn't just that malicious version of racism. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Race Microaggressions exist. Microaggressions do exist. And uh, racism can be and is systemic. So... Mm-hmm. It's more than just calling someone the N-word or treating them, you know, badly. Sometimes it's it's the small things. It's like when me and you were in like Atlanta. When me and you, that's <laughs> hell. That's small in Atlanta sense. But here in fucking California, by the way, it was here. I went into it's California. <laughs> I went into a gun store in San Jose. Long story. <laughs> but uh, we go in there and 
everything's cool. One guy's up front, you know, asking questions, but we we definitely look like three hood people who are in there. And this I was younger, so I was wearing my you know I was wearing baggy jeans, but I was a security guard at the time. Actually, all three of us were security guards. Now that I think about it, this guy comes out of the back, hands on his weapon. Just, I smell weed in here. Three of you guys get the fuck out of my store. I'm like, yo, really? And then the guy, the the guy at the counter is all like, he he kind of sighs. He's like, yeah, we reserve the right to not, you know, not have the people we want or people we don't want in our store. So y'all just go ahead and get out. And we're all like, man, whatever, fuck it, let's get out of here. But in that moment, it was like, this is just a a small piece of what people deal with. But at the same time, that was so much greater than the incidents of racism that I had dealt with until that point. You know what I mean? And this is just a man from California. I'm saying this because... For somebody in the South, that's just regular. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like we don't deal we with, don't deal stuff with like shit that. like that. We're like I said, we're we are blessed to be in California, <laughs> which is its own melting pot of just different diversities, cultures, ethnicities. Like we we we'll deal with stuff, but we know that around this country it's so it's much, so much fucking worse. But at the same time, like I only say that to say that different versions of racism exist. We should be listening to and trying to tackle all versions. All of them. Not all just the them. worst versions. <clears throat> all versions. Mm-hmm. So I know now how we can fix all of this. And I hope we can. I hope we. I hope this puts everybody in a, on a just a lighter note. We need a black avatar. I agree. I 100% agree. We need a black a avatar. Unify the whole, all the nations. Mm-hmm. We need a black avatar. That's it. That that literally will solve all our problems. We just need a black avatar. Mm-hmm. That's the it. Fire Nation will just be playing Cam's mixtape. That's how they get their power. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw this this one picture of this lady. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> And it was a white lady, and she had a um, a sign up, and it said Karen's yes. Karen's against racism. And then on the other side, it said, "Excuse me, I'd like to talk to your manager about systemic racism." <laughs> hey, I loved hey, it. Hey, I was that, like, "Yes, yeah, this is that great." That's Karen's. Oh, that was you that shared that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that shit was dope. <laughs> yeah, Karen's against racism. <laughs> I'd like to speak your manager. Man, I've I've <laughs> seen a lot of people showing up for the cause, like. The, the Amish people who showed up and sang in solidarity. Yeah, I was, I was going to end up, yes. Amish, witches, and Anonymous is back? Oh, they oh, they, they, they never oh, left. Shit, Anonymous? I know, they <laughs> never left, but it's been a while since we've seen them. They've been working. Just oh, kind of. They've been working. They've been doing shit. They've hey, been Batman came active. out too? They just ain't been loud. <laughs> Batman came out like yeah, he was ba- ready. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Batman you seen, came out too? Um, you seen... Uh, our boy, the Mandalorian, was out there walking with protesters. Yep. J. Cole was, too. He no got shit. to. J. Cole was out. Keanu Reeves hey, was out. Keanu Reeves is out anyway, though. 
<laughs> that man just be out. Like <laughs> he be on. The I subway. believe Keanu Reeves is powerful to occupy space at three different protests in three different cities at the same time. At the same time. The Facts. same time. Facts. <laughs> he has different personas Facts, in different man. places. That is. He's got Neo yeah. in one, John Wick Facts. in the other. <laughs> the wrestling community Bill is, one. is doing big things. You know, just being real vocal about their shit. Um, and you know how wrestling culture can be and you know there's for lack of better words there's a certain type of person who let's say the interests in both wrestling and racism might overlap so (laughs) you know talking about it is definitely uh hitting at a certain pocket and you know certain wrestlers pockets and not everybody is the rock you know what I mean? Not everybody is that rich. So a lot of these people are just regular working class people with working homes or no, and you know, and just smaller homes or whatever who are risking their livelihoods speaking out. And like, I shout out to Joey Ryan. I, <laughs> if uh, I'll show you guys a funny video about Joey Ryan, let your, the people who know are laughing right now. But um, Joey Ryan said, put out there that if any african-american wrestlers are being penalized or being told by their companies or organizations that their bookings would suffer or that they'd receive any repercussions for saying black lives matter to contact him and to contact bar wrestling and that they would help get these people back to work because it's not right for anybody to uh to try to use your work against you to silence you. Yeah, thanks. So thanks, thanks, Joey. I like I, I probably became a fan for life. Like you were already that dude, but I became a fan for life when you fucking put out that tweet, man. And bar wrestling, I'm definitely showing up when when this COVID shit is over. Oh yeah, we're in a pandemic. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was, um, this was supposed to be our year. Um, yeah, I, I echo the, the statements of, uh, was it Obi-Wan Kenobi? What did he say? Um, you were supposed to unify. You were supposed to be the chosen. <laughs> you were supposed to bring balance to, to the force, balance not to turn against yeah. it. That's how I feel about 2020. I forgot yeah. who said it. But do you know what? As, as, as that is also said, technically Anakin did bring balance to the yes, force. Yes, we talked about this. Because the Jedi were the ones yep. in control, and then the dark side came up and did balance it out. And so, with all this bullshit that's going on, let's hope that everything that's transpired this week is the balance that we need. That makes yeah, change. Yeah. For real. If you are out um, protesting, please be oh safe. Oh my gosh, be safe, be careful. Be super safe. Please don't target small businesses. Yeah. Um, and, and please businesses. think of other ways in addition pick, that you can help as well. Pick your do, people do up something else, donate. Down. Yes, donate. If there are Organize. any small business, any funds going towards rebuilding small businesses, please donate, please share those. Held. Mm-hmm. Uh, tag me i would love to fucking help yeah and please support your black owned businesses yes uh i saw what happened with uh the sports bar that burned down in minneapolis 
in you know the video of the guy who was uh reacting to that you know he's an ex-firefighter who poured his life savings into that sports bar but what we aren't talking about is how people mobilized for him his his uh gofundme page its original asking uh amount was a hundred thousand and then within 24 hours he raised three hundred thousand and this is what i'm in at the start of the show about people power especially now we've i've been saying about these these riots these heavy protests you know glasses can be replaced windows can be replaced buildings can be rebuilt we can't bring these lives back but in order for that to ring true we need to be like those initial protesters in minnesota not necessarily the ones who are breaking shit not saying i'm not condemning you for doing it right now but I'm also going to shine a light on the people who showed up the next day with gloves, brooms, Fixing garbage bags. It was yeah, people who cleaned up. Yeah. Right. This is people power. We know what this is. We know what's right. happening right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, while we as a people are rightfully so freaking the fuck out, and while we're out here making sure that we're heard, we need to also make sure that we have each other's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And please, please also fact check. Don't let the media, don't believe everything that you see on the, in, in media, whether that's social media or on the news. Like, fact check, develop your own opinion. Um, any allies out there, check on your black friends. If you are contributing in the, the protest, please make sure that you're not going out and, and um, drawing any unnecessary attention by doing things like looting because remember that that attention is not going to get drawn on to you it's going to get blamed on a black or brown person um so yeah and and if you and if you can please please just hug a brother brother. hey a lot of people need hugs right now yeah Um, and I and i don't think it's good to hug people right now well, I mean, you know what I mean? But, oh, yeah. Because like, yeah, right. <laughs> of the pandemic. But I, I, I went to handshake someone the other day, and they're like, oh, I would. But um, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. I forgot. Or, or, right. at, least, at, at least listen, at least listen like, to their plight. Because, you know, yeah. be, yes. you'd, you'd be surprised. You know, actually, you probably wouldn't. You, you actually probably wouldn't be surprised that they have the same plight you do. You know, mm-hmm. and have the same, uh, you know, are going through the same things that you are and going through the same hard time that you are. So, like listen to your brothers. Like come together, we please. To, we need I would, to hear each I would other. Listen, love, I would love it. Understand, and find a common ground between mm-hmm. one another. Understand, understand what people are going through. Understand what you could do to help. And just this overall, just be better. Just as a society, we need to be better. As a people, we need to be better and understand, and. As a country, at the end of the day, with everything that's going on, we're all Americans. Like, we, <laughs> America is a is literally the laughing stock of the world right now. Let's be real. Our leader is a fucking childish clown of a dictator. Ass clown. That is ass clown. That is making things worse. So, like V for Vendetta. The government doesn't make the people. The people make the government. I'm tired of people 
equating or fucking making the relation between what's happening in America and the movie Idiocracy for one reason. President Camacho fucking listened. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Shit's crazy. And just, we just have to come together. Have to come. I've like, (laughs) I've told my girlfriend, I've told you guys, I'm like, I've never been the one. I've always been the kind of, just like, yeah, we do you know, time to take a step back. But, you know, after a certain point, enough is enough. And you have to look at the world and you have to look at reality and what's going on and say, this sh- this shit is ridiculous. It's enough. How are we how are we OK with watching a black man lose his life with with an officer having their knee on their neck for nine minutes and slowly watching that person die? How are we OK with seeing someone a white lady's whiteness be weaponized against a black man and knowing the power that you hold how are we okay with just seeing all this brutality even with the protests where you see people sitting down the streets and these officers running up on them with riot shields just pushing them out of the way when they are literally doing nothing but sitting there with with when they're trying to do the right thing and be peaceful in the way that they're doing it just see it recognize it and ask yourself, what can we do to make things better? And I, I think one of the things that sucks the most, and I think this is probably where I'll I'll finish everything I have to say about it, is that what I think hurts the most is the people who are there, who are filming, and there's nothing they can they can do about it. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because there's always that fear of I'm filming this of this happening to them, but if I act. That's going to right. happen to and me. I'm going, I'm going to lose my life right. because I'm trying to help one of my, you know, I'm trying to help someone. Like, and, and I think, I think that that is that is a powerful because that discussion, you know, we we've been having this discussion. People raise that question. Well, like, y'all are holding your phones. Why don't you do something? And there's that fear that, like, yo, he will shoot me. Yeah, he. I will die. Like he, he will, will he will say that I and came and attacked him and I will there's die. There's that whole and, thing. like there are of course situations of people who, you know, if that who can make that decision, you know what I mean? But like uh someone equated it to being attacked by a lion. If you see your homie being attacked by a lion, there's only so much you can do to stop that attack without you also just being lion food. Mm-hmm. So I I understand both sides of that, you know, and I understand the anger and frustration in watching these situations and being seeing this man and there are people around and no one's helping. But I also recognize that wall, that mm-hmm. wall being this quote unquote authority Mm-hmm. and the power that they hold <clears throat> and that's a tough wall to climb and these are Especially, just re- and and mind you these are just regular people that hold yeah. this much power like they so, they weren't they weren't they're in in these sense, are not like geniuses these are not people who have been extensively trained like these are people who literally go through an academy right come out and then go through training and become police officers like but they they so hold many- 
There are so many videos of pedestrians schooling police on law. On the law. On the spots. Facts. 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 We should never have situations like this in a functional society. Yeah. Or or they'll they'll spew out dumb laws that don't even have anything like that don't even have any merit with what they're trying to cite. Right. I will say one of my favorite videos I've seen. It's it's not this isn't recent. Like this is a while back. This couple months back. I forget where it was, but um, this black woman got pulled over. She's asking, "What are you? What are you? What did you pull me oh, over for?" Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. At, like asking, just just ask, just asking her, asking the officer questions, and she was the attorney mm-hmm. general of, of their state, and she was just like, "Okay, I got you." Like pretty much just like, "I got you," and I'll yeah. remember this. What's your badge? What's your badge number? Who do you report to? Because you're trying to tell me what the law is, and I'm I'm, I'm and she's schooling law. him. Just like, I'm the attorney general. Like, uh-huh, just be like, really? Oh, you're trying to tell me? Okay, and you have no reason for pulling me over. Other, pretty much, other than because yeah. I'm black. And that's what it is, dude. Like, we we get pulled over for shit that like, uh, uh, like, uh, um, a person who's gone through law school or has touched even, you know, a few law books like I have. Like, I understand the process, but a lot of the times people get pulled over for no reason. Like they get pulled over just because a, a cop is suspicious or because to fulfill a quota. Yeah. To fulfill it, a quota. And, and it's, so that's why at the end of the year, that's why so many people get pulled over. Cause they are mm-hmm. fulfilling that quota. At the end of the day, every job has some kind of number you of need course. to hit. And when it comes to officers, you're about to get lit up at the end of the year. So it's always, that's why he's like, you better. Yeah. And like they me. love to say there's no quota. And then when they those love to say there's no quota. They're like, no, there's no quota. Yeah, bullshit. There's, there's no we quota. All Man, why are you always trying to whoop ass at the end of the month? <laughs> <laughs> trying to whoop extra ass at the end of the month. Hey, 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 hey the, same, the same dude that let you go uh, uh, in June, uh, pulled your ass over and gave you a ticket in December. <laughs> stomping on your spine and fucking <laughs> I again, remember? He was nice on the first, right? It's the, it's the 29th. His numbers aren't up, so that nigga yeah. about <laughs> Body slam your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So yeah, in in closing, everybody. Like, like I said at the at the top of the episode, this is different. And as stupid and happy as go lucky as we are, and we love video games. That's what we're about. But when it comes to us, just as black men, as a community, as people with a platform, right now, this all needed to be said. Oh, Justin was very much not even wanting to speak on this one. I'm, I'm gonna put you on blast, dog. But could could you imagine the converse- with the heartfelt gold that Justin put out in this episode? Could you imagine him not being here? No, no, and that's what the dichotomy of all of us being together is. It's just hard to say it, man. It's really hard to say. Exactly. It. Yeah. It's it's hard to say. It's hard to bring up, and it's just the hard reality of things right now. But things need to be said right. as as people with a platform to speak on this, as people who know who all know that we're affected by this and where we're watching videos. And it's like I guarantee anybody watching these videos right now are are reeling from it. But it hits differently when you know that it's happening yeah. to us when right. that could be you. Exactly. Literally. And that, like there's, there's a protest people... going on five minutes down the street from me right now. Jeez. I just got a message about it. Mm-hmm. Like we already know, like 
And to all those out there who who have reached out, who said something in defense of everything going on, thank you. Thank you for just for not staying silent. Because silence breeds, it, it does nothing. And that's, that is what I've been for a long time, silent and just kind of like rolling with the punches, going with the flow. But the flow's fucked up. <laughs> right. People the say, people say like, I'm not political. I saw a post that said silence is a political it action. Is. And I was, it is. No, that's, I'm that's like, true. yes, you're right. It is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you can't say that you're not political by being silent because that in and, in and of its own is a political move, you know? Man, we should just, we should just have a Wakanda. We should just have Bro, a Wakanda. You mean like, just, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just have, have like Jax's little... fucking ending from Mortal Kombat. Right. Bro, dude, dude, you know how Reshape like they have, time. They, bro, they have like little China. They have man, we just need a little Wakanda. That's little it. Wakanda. Just little little Wakanda, and it would just be a bunch of black people, a bunch of black businesses, and us just driving, and then continuing to just expand. You know what the outward. thing about that is, Justin, we have had that, but that's called gentrification. That ends those. And then there was that whole actual yeah. burning of Black Wall Street. Yeah, there was that. Or segregation. We have had things that, like that, that. That one guy. What's that? What's that one? Uh, he's like a psychologist. Oh, Doctor Umar Johnson. No, 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 <laughs> I'm knocking the Kofi off his head. I don't give a damn. <laughs> He's super radical. He's on the complete other He's side of things. He's actually kind of no, stupid, no, though. No, 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 no. That man is all black everything. He still needs to fucking pay for that scam school. <laughs> you took black people's money. He says a lot of important stuff. I'm not going to lie. He does, like, there's but a that lot man is a shyster. He's a shyster. <laughs> hey, delete that because I learned something about that word. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but oh, anyways, anyway, I apologize. Like, <laughs> be better, people. Yes, be better. We need to come together as just a we people. Need to unify so bad as Americans. America was founded on what is happening now. If you don't speak up, if you don't do what's needed, nothing will change. The Boston Tea Party didn't happen because people were complacent. They wanted a change. Did it lead to an America that we live in now? (laughs) Yes. Was that America fucked up for slaves? Yes. I'm coming for y'all's tea. (laughs) I'm coming for y'all's tea. But at the end of the day, it all takes a single movement to it 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 takes one single event to spark a change and now it's just a matter of if that change will actually stick if people will actually like justin said if it's not just an isolated moment in another time, isolated like moment this. in time <laughs> exactly if this week if this week this week can either be the start of something or when another one of those isolated moment of times where we're like well fuck that target's gone. Got to rebuild it. Okay, moving on with yeah. everybody's lives. What is what yeah, is it going to? And we're back to square one in a, in a few more weeks. Like exactly, and that's that can't happen. Stay mad. Everything. Get active. Stay, 
but make, but put your ang- put your anger in the right if, spot though. Like right. put your exactly. ang- put your anger. Like I said, we're not like like put your ahead. anger into the community, like into building the community, into realizing that you want to be yeah. so much more than other people are saying. And yeah, I mean, you can you can consistently have the idea that you shouldn't care what other people think about you, and you shouldn't. However. You should care what your community how and take, how your community take pride thrives. in your community. Really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, I love black people. I really this do. Is... I, I love our music. I love the fact that we pretty much dominate every, every major sport. Like, I, we and that's the that's the crazy part. We're such an integral curling. part of society. We we that we're still they, put down. Bro, America was built on our backs and pull ourselves from I'm everything. You, they would feel the it. next sport. We as black people need to take over Olympic curling. <laughs> I've been saying this several podcasts. Let's do this. Have you seen it? Have you Who seen can it? slide like I slide with the precision? With the precision, I got this. I got bars. <laughs> I love. Yeah. So. If we haven't already said it, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives and Matter. I appreciate people. I will say, been and I'm, I'm sorry to that. say, but if if you are part of the, <laughs> as as our friend Cameron Hawkins put, <laughs> he tweeted out, he's like, I'm sorry, but uh, he's like, I know I'm not. He's like, I've never been in a fight in my life, but if I see you say All Lives Matter next time I see you, I'm gonna punch you in your shit. <laughs> Facts. Signal boost that shit, bro, because I feel it. Like, Hell yeah. I'm, first off, I'm going to like, like, I want to explain to you that, <laughs> yes, yes, all mm-hmm. lives do matter. But, but, <laughs> at the moment, you're being the person who, when we're having a discussion about Harry Potter, comes in. Screaming about the Lego movie. I don't want to talk about the Lego movie right now. Nobody's talking about the Lego movie right now. Right now, we are talking about these black lives. The black lives are the ones that are in danger. All our lives are in danger. Hell, poor lives are in danger. But when we're having this discussion, you're only using these words to silence the discussion. Facts. That's why this was created. Nobody was walking around screaming "All Lives Matter" as a general statement until people started saying, saying "Black Lives People were saying "Black Lives Matter" and you use that to silence. All lives matters. Blue lives matter. That none of so that shit was goodness. even a thing. If you have an issue with saying "Black Lives Matter," Ooh, you but racist. you have no issue <laughs> saying "Blue Lives Matter," then the word you had an issue with was. Black. Yeah. Which black. you a racist as a motherfucker. Dum, dum, dum. And we can, I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. If you have a problem with that, don't fucking Facts. listen to us. I'm sorry. Facts. Fuck you, Go fucking somewhere else. Hey, no. We're, Come we're already small. If this loses us, I'm good at it. I'm going to combat that and say, let's have a fucking discussion about it. Let's talk about it. Let me if see you if want I can to have an intelligent discussion about it, go to Cam. If you want somebody to yell at you, Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I was about to say, or you could be like me and Darren and be like, This is like, no, a weird, weird chance where Darren's like, don't and reach out. And it's up out. to you if you want to take your chances with Justin. I know, it's weird for me. I'm predictable. I'm the blue ruby. I already know I'll be level-headed about shit, but there's times when it's like, fucking yeah, why? why? I'm I why? I'm I was just trained by a world of trolls, and I use my power for good. I'm the worst. You, you I'm are the, the worst. fucking. But anyway, worst. hey, yo, follow black, me on Twitter. Yo, black is beautiful. Wakanda forever. Like, we we need to we need to combine. We need to we need to. And in that. the illustrious words of Kendrick Lamar. We gonna oh, be all man. right. Bro, hey, tell me why I played that shit right after you said that too. And I, I needed bro, all of that. Every single day this week, I played bro. that song, and that that song rings so true right now. It's rings so true. That's why I said bro. let's ring out our national yeah, anthem. Right now. <laughs> that should be the anthem. That should be the anthem right there. It's kind of like how uh, Tupac's uh, "Changes" the was the anthem. Mm-hmm. Man. And with this, everybody, thank you for listening to this very <laughs> different, very black episode of Rusty Why'd this Rupees. Go a longer than we all thought it would, bro. Oh, for some reason, we man, we thought this, this shit was gonna be short. like thirty minutes, an hour. <laughs> what the hell? How much? Two and, how and a long half hours. Where dog. are we at? Fucking two, two and, and a half, half hours. I haven't. And this is the first shit I'm about. I'm about to finish our yep, other episode, put this out. and this yep, shit's going out. Put this shit out. put this out now. I'm putting this shit out quick. I got loads in the chamber right now, but this is <laughs> this is going out. Fucking let me yeah. switch out. Like anything, hopefully next but... episode we'll have PS5 news for y'all. Yeah, I know. Hopefully it'll be a little right. bit. It'll be a little Get bit lighter. Such a terrible <laughs> joke about that that we won't say on the podcast. But like... <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, <laughs> I do. Thank you, everybody. As always, you can follow us anywhere at Rusty Rupees or Rusty Rupees at Two Wise on Twitter. Because Twitter actually Twitter ain't some hoes. Um, I, Twitter, Twitter. They, you know what? They some hoes on one front, but they're not hoes. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter be on Trump's on ass. Front. Twitter be on Trump's ass. Yo, Twitter, why are you over here trying to gain your cool points? Let us have you our fix fucking our, name. Yeah, can you fix our name, please? I please? love to switch just, our name can back. We, just, <laughs> I don't know what it'll take. Do I have to like bring a written letter? Because I'm close. I'll <laughs> <laughs> like I I made that first account. Like it's, it's ours. ours. I we just, just need. I, we need. I want it back, it, yeah. please. <laughs> Remember, you can listen to us at Anchor.fm as well. I'm not going to sponsor this video. This yeah. is just us. This yeah, is us going in. Yeah. But send <laughs> us anywhere: Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. Oh, not SoundCloud. I'm sorry. I have to kick that out of my repertoire. Apple Music, all that jazz. Uh, make sure follow us, rate us, let us know how we are. Please let us know how oh, this yeah. was because this. I we I would love to hear feedback on this. Please and thank you. If you want to you if, can follow me sorry, anywhere. Real quick. At XX Shadow Kami XX. Real quick. Justin. Uh, you have on. your turn. <laughs> Justin. Uh you can follow me at Ronin 23 anywhere. Also on PSO2. Now Deontay, All right, follow me at 13 Cross anywhere. Uh spell it out, don't be lazy. Actually follow me. I'm very very active on my uh Twitter, but I do want to say real quick even if you listen to us and think we're just a bunch of fucking bullish black assholes and you think we just <laughs> suck and we're over here just talking a whole bunch of bullshit liberal mess share us with your friends and and hate on us together <laughs> no shit. hate on us as a pack hate on us as a group 
play this at barbecues and be all like, fuck them. Like, just just play us. They can play us at the KKK rallies. <laughs> um... Gade Cam, we're going to follow me at Fly Richie anywhere. Um, I just got a notice that San Jose has also gone into curfew now. Oh, so. yeah, I knew, uh, I knew that was coming. our house by 8 p.m. I knew that was coming. <sighs> so we playing. I'm surprised it hasn't yeah, hit Oakland yet. I hope not. That's pretty soon. I got somewhere to go. <laughs> I got somewhere to, to be. go. <laughs> Please. <sighs> Anyways, guys, with all that being said, as always... Stay, stay rusty, rusty and stay and safe. Stay, safe. Stay, stay safe. Stay black. Wakanda Please forever. Stay black. Wakanda forever. Cue music. You know that Chadwick Boseman hates that. <laughs>